0: all right get ready to crank it up for health freedom and healing liberty the robert Scott bell show is about to begin just to give you a heads up what we're going to be doing is covering the monkey pox scam or scare what is it tedros who is it the same old same old is it worse that's coming up with guess who our good buddy jeffrey jackson he's joining us again it's been a while since we've had him on looking forward to that an hour or two I am wearing this shirt in honor of my friend Ernest and his his son, Ernesto. Here we go. Let's say um, there's, oh God, we're going to talk about this. This is another one of those tragedy cases for those of you watching. That's why I have the t-shirt on, but uh, his son got the COVID jab and died. That story is repeated all too often. And Ernest, a strong man, I got to meet him and get to know him at the uh, uh, nurse freedom uh, network. Um, it, It was a profound interaction a man with a great spirit about him though but another loss of a a tragic loss of a child so we're going to talk about that in our hour two when we're uh, simulcasting on bradyon.tv uh with that let's just take a moment uh pause and uh, learn about well some things that'll help strengthen your health and your healing and then we'll get this party healing party as I say started right about now
1: The Robert, Scott, the Bell Robert Show. Scott Bell Show. All
0: right, as we uh, start today's broadcasts online and all over the world, or later when you hear it on a podcast site, uh, just you know, I put myself out there as an example for health and healing, not to, not to be a, a guru—that famous word "guru." Not to be that, but to to share my journey to healing, as you've heard. For those of you who have long time been with me, if you're new. I was a sick puppy. Let's just say it that way. The first 24 years of my life. In fact, I was chronically ill, not them, not to say I didn't do anything. I couldn't do anything, but lingering chronic ailments and illnesses from the time I was a baby on through my young adult years. And I was thinking about all the things that I can do now in my fifties that I couldn't do the way as well as I can do today. I'm like, I'm thrilled about that. Genuinely excited. I'm like, I want people to do that or better. And so I, you know, Look, it, the risk is, of course, if I ever get a cold or a flu, it's like, oh, yeah, well, that guy's, uh, he's uh, he's making this stuff. But you know what? When I don't feel good, I tell you that, too. And if I don't, Super Don will. <laughs> so as we crack it up to get you uh, perspectives on health and healing, uh, I just want to say, Super D, you'll be happy to know that I only won the Chow Max Out Championship for the gym that I go to. The one down the road, the same owners, I'm in third place there. So I didn't win in both. I thought I did, but Saturday, a couple of young guys. One of, the, one of them is one of the trainers. He's in his 20s, and another was a beast that's in his 20s, and I couldn't beat those two guys. Other than that, everybody. I, I got the max out. I here. really
1: got in your head, didn't I? <laughs> no. I, did, yeah, love, I, love,
0: I love that you give me grief about that, and I don't mind No it.
1: muscle shirts on. Yeah. No, no, I can't you know, wear my muscle teeth. Not like doing your longer. Arnold Schwarzenegger pose as you walk up to the webcam.
0: Right. So yeah, I like I, that. But it also provides for me an ability to say, hey, look, these are the things that I do. These are the results. And test it out versus you know, when I wasn't on certain things. So I, I like to put myself out there say, hey, this worked. This didn't work. I don't notice anything. Uh, in regard to the cardio miracle we've talked about that really took up fitness levels for me, for you, super D it's helped you a Good lot stuff. with a lot of things,
1: right? Good stuff. Yeah. And then no, the I'm, only I'm recent thing
0: since the last six months ago, um, challenge of the week that I did where I had, I think like between 1700 and 1800 upper 1700s in terms of reps in nine rounds, that's how I kind of know where I, where I was this time I did like 1978 reps so i was up over like almost 200 more than before so and this is what i incorporated since then that was the igf1 that we got from christopher key so i just say look i'm giving you some insights into if you want to achieve certain things these are the things that are working for me and that's why i share that with you uh and yes it's fun to win the thing but dude i'm not going to win next week this week i'll tell you why it's a crisscross jump rope i am not coordinated enough to do a crisscross jump rope or you have that's, to cross. That's your That's like feet. a Rocky
1: Balboa thing there.
0: Well, it's like your feet have to do stuff that my feet don't do. I'm no? like oh, not okay. even. But I'll just do the regular. Thing. I can win in regular jump rope, but not like that. <laughs> so anyway, I, I just brought that up as we kick <clears> in the the, the new uh, the new week here, and also uh, we're we're working on it for those of you procrastinated on the zeolite that we got a five dollar deal for you, the clean zeolite, and I've been taking it. Um, my wife has noticed some things happening for her and my daughter. For me, I'm not noticing anything personally on that. This is the Pure Body Extra, the Advanced Cellular Detox. I know, Super Don, you've got some on two of your grandkids that are on the spectrum. So we'll be glad to hear when you have more information about that. Uh, But for five bucks, there's really no risk. And that includes free shipping for those of you in... United Kingdom, New Zealand, well, Australia, Canada, and America.
1: We we can officially say at this point yeah. that we have, because listen, there there were a lot of people asking a lot of questions, mm-hmm. uh, and did not get <clears throat> did not get in on the on the special deal that ended okay. Sunday. Okay. So I've I've been talking behind the scenes with the folks uh, there at Touchstone Essentials, and it, it as of right now, you still can go and click on that banner.
0: Really? And still okay.
1: get and still get the, the $5 deal. Now, deal. I don't know how long they're going to extend it for us.
0: Okay. So jump on it if you've been waiting.
1: I was like, hey guys, look, you know, can can we maybe do this a little bit longer because there were some people that, that were interested in, in, in taking advantage of that because after they're done with that, yeah, the price goes up. Not yeah. enormously, but this yeah. is you're not gonna get the five dollar deal.
0: Okay. Well, so you can it, still do that. and we'll confirm if it's extended to a certain deadline, we'll let you know. But thank you for that, Super D for doing that. Uh, but right now, let's open it up. Uh, Jeffrey Jackson is going to join me in just a couple of minutes here. First couple of stories are related to the same thing, the same World Health Organization, uh, Fear Porn, uh, this time about monkeypox. U.N. Health Agency chief declares monkeypox a global emergency. Tedros, is that the guy's name? Despite the fact that his committee voted against declaring it a global emergency. So monkeypox is in an extraordinary situation. That qualifies as a global emergency. What what is the extraordinary situation? Well, people are no longer afraid of COVID. That's the extraordinary situation. Let's be honest about this. You guys and gals out there are not afraid enough, and we need to have you be living in fear. And if we can't do it with COVID, we got to find something else. So we're going to test the waters on monkeypox. And, and of course. The way they they analyze and validate it—it's another thing that you've heard me say many, many times before. I'm going to say it again because the CDC is also claiming that its first first uh, two cases of monkeypox in children have manifested. And of course, children! Oh my gosh, the kids! Monkeypox! What the heck is going on here? Our our you know our whole life we were told that smallpox was eradicated by vaccination, and I'm old enough to have gotten the smallpox vaccine. They stopped it not that not long thereafter. And that's a disaster of a vaccine if there ever was one and that's when vaccines were vaccines (laughs) not that there were any great shakes in reality but they want mrna injection and so they say two kids in america they have confirmed it the question is how have they confirmed it what method have they utilized to validate the presence of monkeypox and i'm here to tell you Why are you laughing Super Don? I can hear you in the background.
1: Man, when you read nope. this. Yes. It's
0: who, who who's in charge
1: of making the decisions on how to do stuff. Mm-hmm. They I, I think whoever it was got fired at the CDC, got <laughs> yeah. hired at the I World Definitely Health True. Organization.
0: Yeah.
1: When you read the details on this, let me go mm-hmm. let me just just for fun here. Let's okay. just go, go full ahead. screen and we'll laugh together. Yeah, 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 let's do it. Okay. So, uh uh let's see. <clears throat> they declared yeah. it a a uh, global emergency, mm-hmm. even though there was yeah. not a consensus, right? Yep. Uh, apparently, Tedros was the tiebreaker.
0: It wasn't even a tie. He just overruled his committee.
1: Right, <laughs> yeah. which I think may be like the first time that they've done that. Yeah. And and so he says, uh, I, "I what I'm loving here is this last little paragraph. Mm-hmm. The World Health Organization's emergencies chief... Dr. My- Michael Ryan said the director general declared monkeypox a global emergency to ensure that the world takes the current outbreak seriously. So in other words, it's not really a global emergency, but we're going to call it a global emergency because we want you guys to be scared.
0: Well, isn't that what I said? That you're not afraid enough and we need you to be afraid. This. yeah.
1: No now, now, now let's, let's look, we're coming off of this, this. Uh where it is the uh, uh covid thing yeah where people are not taking the cdc seriously mm-hmm. they're not taking the fda seriously they're not taking the world health organization seriously so what could they do to try and get people to trust them more mm-hmm. hmm. well how about we'll declare a global emergency that's really not a global emergency and we'll tell people we're just doing it because that's they want to do ta- wonders they want to take us seriously it. yeah
0: how is, is gonna their, their why, I, what, how is that going to
1: work? How is that going to make people
0: take them seriously? That's how you gain credibility. Super Don, don't you know anything about PR? You just make stuff up and you say it loud enough, repeat it and repeat it, and you suddenly you're the, credible. The reason
1: enough. why we did this is because we want people to take the outbreak seriously. So really, you're telling me that after all this COVID crap we just did, mm-hmm. that if the World Health Organization goes, emergency, that suddenly people are going to go, okay, we believe you now.
0: Well, people in L.A. and New York, maybe yes. Chicago, is for
1: this now. not? Isn't that the, the, the little boy crying wolf? I mean, yeah. how many times are we going to see this happen, and they're going to keep doing the same thing, thinking that people are going to take them seriously?
0: Well, I think nobody's going
1: to take this seriously.
0: Super Don, I think this bodes well because we're seeing evidence of the, the major cracks in the the fear porn working. It's not working as it once did. And, and we know they, they still have Marburg and, and Ebola and eye bleeding disease. I mean, they're going to pull out all the stops they can. They'll, they'll have Why don't Carpenter. they just go
1: straight to Ebola? Because I think that's about the only thing that's going to work at this point. Because people have watched TV, right? You know, whenever you have these, these, these movies yeah. and people get Ebola, you know, they melt and they fall apart and it's gory, you know, stuff like that. That would scare the bejesus out of people, okay? Monkeypox? Not, n-
0: not here, though. I mean, as I've talked to you about Ebola, you simply replenish selenium in the systems of the those people. Oh, and I rivers. know, but
1: it's scary. Ebola is still kind of scary. I mean, I don't care what you say. You know, yeah, I, I could like, I could glue little pellets of selenium to my entire body. I'd still be kind of afraid of, of Ebola because it's really, at least in the movies, Ooh, you well, know? yeah, I get my it. Balls fall it, out. You know, it's
0: and, a visual representation of something that that you know you can't see with COVID. And, of course, monkeypox, what's interesting about it is that it's visible. It's visual. You see things on the skin. But is it really what they say it is? It's my point. And talking about that next, right now, in fact, let's bring him in. Real quick. Real quick. Real quick.
1: Yeah. What goes really well with this opening story is today's Uh poll of the day that went out in the the, uh, newsletter. So I just want to throw this up here real quick. Yeah. Uh, The question put out to all the subscribers. Mm Mm-hmm. The World Health Organization has declared monkeypox a global health emergency. What comes next? So we got a bunch of choices here. You get to choose lockdowns, masks, censorship, mandates, all of the above. How about none of the above? Nothing. People aren't going to comply, or not sure. We'll check the results of this later on in the show.
0: Well, I know where I'm at and I know where you're at, but we'll see where everybody else is at with that. So yes, uh, sign up for the newsletter by texting RSB to 22828, send RSB to 22828. So once again, false claims of diseases that are not actually validated to be real in terms of the name, if we go into genus and species, whether you're talking about a virus or which isn't really a genus species scenario or otherwise, the reality, the questions I brought up from, well, decades now on. Radio and broadcast media is how do they get away with it? All of these things end up being pandemics of testing. Testing. That's right. PCR tests are going to play a role even in the monkeypox scam. And uh, joining us to discuss that and a whole lot more, our good buddy Jeffrey Jackson from jeffreyjackson.com. And he's also got a sub stack. He reports regularly with uh Dell Big Tree and the High Wire. And he's not too recently married. Hey, <laughs> I don't know if you've been on since you got married, Jeffrey, but congratulations, Mazel tov.
2: Thank you so much, Robert. That means a lot coming from you. We've been friends for, my gosh, I don't know how long. Uh, it's coming up on a decade, maybe. Is that too long?
0: <laughs> yeah. You were known as the most eligible bachelor in the health freedom community. And then- That's over. Yeah. it's, it's
2: uh, I, My life is great. And um, we're just trying to just trying to help people get some information out so people can make their own decisions. And that's really what I've always been doing and what you've always been doing. And just going to do that now with um, the support of
0: my beautiful wife. So very Yay. excited. About that. Well, look, she knows what you do and she still married you. I'm impressed
2: with her. <laughs> Sometimes a little bit stressful. I don't know if she knows what she's in for, but she's uh-huh. she's
0: in. <laughs> oh, she's in. Well, that's wonderful. I'm so gl- glad to hear that. And also glad to have you back on to discuss some of these things. And we get to some of your articles recently and also your reporting on the high wire, but as we open up with monkeypox scares, super Don is, you know, has kind of laid it out there. He's like, this is just so absurd, but he says, why don't they go for Ebola? It's scarier. Yeah, I mm-hmm. agree. I think that, you know, maybe they're thinking they can get away with something less scary before they go to the worst scary thing, even though I'm not scared and I don't want anybody to be afraid based on what I know of the reality of manifesting these so-called diseases, mm-hmm. uh, nutrient deficiencies and other things. Uh, but what do you see on the on the monkeypox? I mean, are they still going for PCR validation?
2: That's what I'm seeing. Yes, uh, you know, a couple data points here. Like Super Don said, eleven to three was the vote of the. You know, it reminds me of the FDA's independent expert committee, the VERBAC committee. Mm-hmm. They don't even bother to convene those things anymore. They used to. They used to really. Uh, have a big to-do around these committees before uh, you know a, a drug is approved or experimental vaccine is approved. We we see these now. They don't even bother to to look at their experts anymore. They just by decree, by press release, the mm-hmm. FDA says we're going to basically give these E. Way shots to kids now and to infants. Uh, but uh, you know it's kind of what Dr. Tedros, I'm sorry, not Dr. Tedros mm-hmm. did he he's the the committee that they used to kind of go over this it was convened in early or i'm sorry in late june and they didn't see that there was a case for this thing to be a international emergency, or emergency of mm-hmm. international concern but then there was an 11 to 3 vote saying like i don't think it's still, still now an emergency and he said that's great thanks for your time i'm going to make it an emergency anyway <laughs> and, yes you know again this is what we know about this it's a self-limiting disease mm-hmm. there's been no deaths um, it's not, although two children have, uh, contracted this, that we we've heard it's typically not something you would see in, in children in developed worlds. Um, so the question is, where is that coming from in the kids? That's a whole separate story, mm-hmm. but a study at a, a Queens, uh, college, I, b- I believe in, um, the UK found that 98% were bisexual or gay men that were mm-hmm. c- contracting this. So there's a lot of questions. Obviously it's a small subset of a population that is great for disease prevention because Mm -hmm. now, you know, like where to target if you're trying to mitigate these, but, you know, to, to declare an emergency for the entire world, Mm -hmm. I I mean, I guess it checked off some boxes, but not enough for the expert committee. And what was really interesting is, you know, as we've seen so many times when these emergencies are, are put forward green lit, so to speak, the vaccine truck rolls up and the contracts start going. So mm-hmm. we're seeing millions and millions of, of vaccine doses being purchased by the Biden administration. Also other other. It's uh, it's
0: uh, uh, what would we say, uh, a gift to a, an industry that's just on its last leg, barely hanging on, can't profit. The the vaccine industry, billions and billions to the trillions level. And it's just basically taking money from directly from the U.S. taxpayer, whether it's directly from their tax money or the inflationary processes within the Fed to lay off a debt on future generations that can never be repaid. Uh, We are dealing with uh, absolute economic scam. And that's why we what do we say about the. the, the, the monkey pox, it's money pox, right? You've heard that money pox. It's really about money pox. And, and I question it too in terms of manifestation manifestation in anybody, including children. Uh, could it be an adverse event due to COVID injection, the MRNA, because we know as we're learning more and more about the, uh, the trials, what they found out, what adverse events were included, skin issues, rashes Mm -hmm. and other things that could mimic almost identically any pox you want to throw out there part of the mix. And that's something that they will not acknowledge as they go, oh, no, no, this is something different in here. We have PCR to prove it as if that proves anything.
2: Yeah, that's a great point. And the CDC was caught changing the website. Um, You can go back to the internet archives. I believe reported on this on the high wire, but they sh- they changed some of the symptoms about when you should really seek treatment and what doctors should look for. So that was really interesting. Um, but the other part on this vaccine, it's a, Jan- a Janios vaccine. It's from Bavarian Nordic. Hmm. And it, it, we had a unit director at the WHO. He's the unit head of global infectious hazardous preparedness at the WHO. His name's Tim Nugan. And he came out during, you know, Tedros basically said that same press conference, we're declaring this a a national emergency or international emergency of concern. Mm -hmm. And Tim says, oh, by the way, I just want to add this. We have uncertainties around the effectiveness of these vaccines because there's a couple generation vaccines. There's a couple of them. And he said, we're going to just consider everyone taking these, you know, in this current emergency, part of the clinical trial. Have a nice day. Mm -hmm. And that just, uh, you know, we report on that all the time. Anybody listening to the reporting, listening to Robert should know this. I mean, typically the public is the fourth phase of the trial and the trials Mm -hmm. are usually very small. They only look for adverse events for, you know, two and three days, sometimes as low as two and three days. And then Mm -hmm. the rest of it's called post-marketing and that's what you are, the public post-marketing and the systems are broke. So it seems like the same same situation with this with this smallpox vaccine but they just came out and said it and then i went to the cdc's website now i tracked this i was writing quite a bit this weekend um i uh, i posted a lot of it at the highwire.com but I, I went to the cdc's website and they say in no unspecific language we do not know if janios will fully protect against monkeypox virus in this outbreak No, yeah. they, they they say it right there so the effectiveness is a big question mark, and in the trials that were used to the license this vaccine, they had about eighteen percent of people that had the markers, the troponin levels of their heart markers up, meaning there's damage to the heart. Um, mm-hmm. They weren't able to to have full fledged myocarditis, but that has been an issue with smallpox vaccines um, throughout the generations is myocarditis. So now you have an issue. You have a smallpox vaccine that's going Mm -hmm. out there and an mRNA vaccine that's going out there to, you know, a younger crowd. I think the average age in that study was like 38 were the people that were catching this thing. So you have a a younger age group that's already at risk from the mRNA vaccines with myocarditis and you're popping Mm -hmm. this Janios vaccine on top Mm -hmm. of them for a very, again, it's a self-limiting, limiting limiting disease, this monkeypox. And it is, um, you know, there's obviously things that can be done before the vaccine to, to, circle this off if in case this is an outbreak.
0: Well, and Jeffrey, if they have acknowledged certain risk behaviors manifesting as monkeypox, whether we agree or not with their conclusion, the reality is those that engage in those behaviors are dealing with what they call sexually transmitted infections, mm-hmm. and they are on numerous antibiotic regimen. Antibiotics alone are enough to devastate the immune system to drive you into what's called AIDS interestingly enough, with or without a so-called test that says you've been exposed to a retrovirus or any virus. And so I look at this as another example of the ignorance of the medical slash scientific community to claim it's all about what people are transmitting rather than what they're doing to their own bodies and the vulnerability that manifests whether they catch something or not. And that we would argue, hey, how about restoring the integrity to the immune system? in every living cellular function within your body and watch the resilience to something that is affecting minimal to almost no one. As we said, okay. with the era of COVID with children, there is no evidence of any risk to kids at just about any age in reality, uh, larger than any other things that, ha- many other things that, that have a genuine risk uh, profile uh, for the health and life, life of kids. And yet the focus has been on what? COVID and mRNA jabs and net the good news, I think, and Jeffrey, you can confirm this if you've seen anything different, please let me know. One of the earlier reports since they went ahead and EUA authorized uh, the COVID jabs for six months to five years of age is the lack of interest, the lack of uptake, the lack of parents running in mass to pediatricians' offices to get the COVID jab for their six months olds through toddler years up to five years of age. One report said maybe 2%. I'm thinking they have failed so miserably and they've succeeded at what we've been trying to do is raise awareness of the danger of these jabs and others, but where we couldn't reach the people they have by their overplaying this risk that clearly isn't a risk for their kids. And I think parents are figuring it out or have figured it out. Right, and
2: I, I wrote an article about that um, titled "More Parents Believe in UFOs Than COVID Shots for Their Children," and this was those are the words actually, not of myself, but of uh, Johns Hopkins um, Public Health Professor Marty McCari, who said that when he was looking at the numbers. And at the time he wrote that his his article, he said two percent. Uh, I checked with the American Academy of Pediatrics right before going on air. Their latest numbers is only four percent of wow. of children um, five months to six years old have had this shot. So. Extremely low uptake, and you know that that was kind of counterbalancing. There was a 2021 Pew Research uh, a survey that said, like, 65% say that there's intelligent life on other planets, and 51% say UFOs are not a threat. So you have to compare that with two percent of parents want this, yeah, want this thing, for, or four percent now, I guess, um, maybe, yeah, kind of voting with their feet or with their their child's health <laughs> and arm. The, the
0: other and, thing we're hearing, and maybe you've heard some of this too. Pediatricians are reporting on their own boards of discussion that parents that would normally bring their kids in for well baby visits and just blindly get whatever the doctor said, here, take this shot or take these shots are now saying no. And not just a, a timid, no, but a hell no, I'm not going to kill my child. No type statements and, and not plowing or cowing down to their authoritarian attempts to intimidate because they're doctors. It's sort of like the word is out now and the parents are not, not backing down.
2: Yeah, and we've covered this several times. And this is a story that's gonna, I think, really hit some breakaway speeds come winter. Is this this distrust because the um the this the system, the public health agencies, the NIH, CDC, and FDA, which are now having a, a serious issue of morale with inside. They're they're losing people, people are jumping ship and quitting. Uh, because of this, really the the last straw was this this push to just Ram ram through this this emergency use authorization for these childhood vaccines. We're seeing it bleed over to the other vaccine programs. So mm-hmm. we're talking about MMR. We're talking about the entire childhood programs. This is a really bad situation. And you know anybody that was covering this could see it coming. It was already teetering. People were not trusting that the science was not backing it. That for the for the original uh you know the original vaccines for for children and you know seventy something doses. And all these mandates, you know, we've covered that since 2015, all these mandates pushing their, you know, mandating in school or just get the heck out, get your kids out of school if you're not going to get the shots. They push so hard with this COVID vaccine. It's, it's pretty much going to destroy the entire vaccination program in the United States. That's, that's my humble prediction. And, uh, you know, where that's going to lead, I don't know. Typically systems of control try to just control harder. They double down, they double down. That's all they know. So I, I, I would love to see them meet halfway in a public square have more debates, have, P, you know, I would love to see uh, a Dr. Paul Offit come on your show or, or, mm-hmm. or, you know, God forbid, Peter Hotez or Stanley Plotkin and just have these conversations out loud or or, mm-hmm. or uh, Barbara Ferrar from Los Angeles County that's about to mask up the whole county uh, on, on false PCR tests, basically. Right. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot to talk about that these people just re- refuse to talk about. And I, mm-hmm. I don't think they will censor more and harder, but I really think that's going to backfire. And, you, you know... I speak for myself and I know you too, you'll be, you'll mail out letters by hand. If you have to, the the message won't stop. I mean, messenger pigeons, let's do it.
0: (laughs) Well, they're defeating their own, uh, let's say intent to jab everybody. Uh, this was always a risk that I think, I don't know if they calculated it or they felt like we've got no choice. We've got to push this all for all it's worth because we, maybe they focus group tested and said, we're losing the people. And so rather than assess why, because, you know, there there was so many stories we've covered. It's like, we can't figure out why people are not vaccinating like they used to. Like, we'll tell you, we're all volunteering that information. It's not a mystery. You just don't want to know the answer because the answer is not answerable by you. Any answer you give will lead to, as we've seen, more people discovering the truth. And uh, this is something as they push or clamp down. And that's like the poll question of the day, Don sent out. What do you think is next? More mandates, more, you know, on and on. They're going to shut down. They're going to lock down. I mean, the intent would be to do so because tyrant's going to tyrant. And yeah. they, they love the, you know, the fear, because if you keep people in fear, you can control them divisively, divide them, Hegelian dialect them, all of that. Yet, as we see by that two or now maybe 4% uptake among the littlest among us by the parents to get these COVID jabs for the infants or younger even that this is not uh, going the way they had hoped or planned. Maybe they didn't foresee this. We could have warned them and told them, but they don't listen. And at this point now, what do they got? They only have the ability, as you said, to censor more, to try and push more mandates. And the question is, and I know our bias in this audience, Jeffrey, and the the bias that exists at the, the high wire with the audience pretty much engaged and aware of these things. The question is, even if we can't reach everybody else, because we don't have delusions of grandeur we've reached a lot of people over the years they are doing our job better for us by pushing these things
2: they sure are and one of the things really to keep an eye on again is the schools that that is ground zero here the military is, is as well but it's harder to get information coming out of the military to get to the public because it's uh, it's the military and things are secret there but the schools are these these you know microcosms of the control of the greater so we see this as an example in Los Angeles. So Los Angeles Unified Schools, it's the second largest school system in America. They just were struck down two weeks ago. It was a father and his son, 12 year old son, who the, the school system, not the state of California, which should be making the laws, the school system said, we're so big, we're so powerful, we're going to make our own laws within this, within these walls of the school. And in, in our, in our, world. We want every kid that walks in the door to have a vaccine. Even though the state of California did not make that law. So that was that was what the court ruled said the state needs to to there's processes, there's legislative processes for this. You're basically skipping that. You can't do that. This it's done. We're we're not having you can't do this for those kids. So you're seeing that with the masks now. So San Diego Unified School District, another obviously large school district in the United States, is has implemented the mask mandate on their kids. So As you've said for so many years, homeschool obviously number one, but if you can't homeschool, there's a legal route here. There is a legal route because these schools are acting as if they're, they're, they're literally their own countries and they're making their own rules. So this is, this is a a weak point that has been pressed on with, with success over the last maybe six months or so to really finally rip off these restrictions that have been hanging around since the pandemic is over. And remember HHS, Mm -hmm. Javier Becerra, the, the secretary there, he announced this, this emergency, the pandemic emergency in the United States will continue for another 90 days that was his 10th re-up of this emergency and why are they doing that well there you know there's a lot of conversation well it's to extend people on medicaid well it's to keep people allowing them to get telehealth because you know there's a mental health crisis perhaps brought about by the lockdowns Mm. and but the biggest thing is that eua so if there's no more emergency there's no more emergency use authorization vaccine so all what does that of the jobs
0: go away yes all every up one of them away, except yes.
2: pfizer and moderna pfizer mm-hmm. for eight uh, for for 12 and over and moderna for 18 and over and that's it. You're done. No more boosters, no more kids vaccines, no more infant vaccines. It's all over. That market is gone for that matter. Just two vaccines. And you think you think the, the adults that have, have been boosted to the gills are going to come back for I mean, that that literally kills the entire market overnight, destroys
0: it overnight. But you say Pfizer, Moderna, I'm thinking, are you telling me these are approved beyond the UA? Because if we list McComernity, that's not yeah. on the market until it gets voted on by uh, ASIP and CDC to get the uh, liability protection. You, you won't be able to find it, it anywhere. Are, are you talking about those two?
2: Exactly. Yeah. So, uh, commodity, and then Spikevax is Moderna's uh, name for their vaccine. But that mm-hmm. is a great point. These vaccines—they're like phantoms. Where are they? Why? Why are we? What are we talking about here? So, there's—if this EUA goes away, which you know it won't—but if we had perhaps some better leadership, this could be a, a really easy end to this without mm-hmm. a lot of um, sure. a lot of. Not a lot of pain for the public.
0: Well, and it comes down to the compromising of senators of representatives at the federal sta- level, but also the states. You know, there are attorneys general now that are pushing back in certain states on certain issues. I don't know if they've, uh, if there's been a particular suit yet from the state to the feds to go. The emergency is bogus. Uh, that could be interesting. But there are so many legal challenges on every level that we couldn't, I don't think we could cover them in a year, all of them that are going on, that are not hitting the, the, let's say mainstream media, much less even some of the new media uh, that are pushing back. So there's a lot of attacks where this thing is leaking everywhere.
2: Absolutely, and one of the really interesting ones I have in my notes here, the Missouri and Louisiana Attorneys General's are looking at the Biden associate uh, the Biden administration. They have a suit and they just were granted discovery, which means mm-hmm. they get to look at the documents and the yeah. emails about colluding with big tech to censor. So mm-hmm. think about your Dr. Peter McCulloughs. Think about your Robert Scott Bell's. Think about um, all, all of the people. You know, Dr. Pierre Corey, who, who the FLCCC with ivermectin. They, these people were just gone uh, once this thing came down and big tech really really censored I mean the medical community has been the most censored community by big tech we saw it early on you know anybody watching this I'm going off on a little tangent here but it's really important because this this is the double down we're, we're the, we will experience it very soon if not now anybody watching this they picked these big targets to censor to in order to make it more palatable to Disappear people, so to speak, mm. off the the digital public square. So if you remember, years ago we had Milo, Milo Yiannopoulos, this this flamboyant person who has these really strong opinions about things and uses tons of profanity. Well, clearly censor him. I don't care, whatever. Then we have Alex Jones. Censor him. I don't care, you know, whatever with that guy. Mm. But look at this. It's it's coming back around. And because of that precedent, the medical mm-hmm. community was squashed. So there, there was already this apparatus that was yeah. breathing and, and his tentacles it, were everywhere. And once the, the COVID started, it was gone. It's, yeah. it's gone. It's gone. It's out the gates.
0: Jeffrey, that is the point of uh, standing on principle. And that principle is freedom of speech here. You're just bringing up that those people like Yiannopoulos or Alex Jones or others let's just say there are people that don't like those people and they just like disagree with them with, with great vigor and like, Oh yeah. And then they cheerleaded their removal from broadcast media. And now, as you say, the inevitable happens, then the, the, the precedent is set and they begin to sneak out more and more and more. And at that point, then they come after you. This is the great, you know, poem out of, uh, you know, World War II, Nazi Germany. First they yes. came for the trade units, the communists, and, and the Jews. And then, there was nobody left to speak for me cause I didn't speak up at any of those points in time. And this is happening first via freedom of speech, but then what's next? We have uh, Scott Shira and Vera Shirav teaming up. And we had them on last Friday, Vera Shirav, Holocaust survivor, Scott Shira, whose, whose daughter grace was DNI DNR, uh, do not resuscitate, uh, yes. and, and killed in the hospital among many. And we're going to feature another uh, parent that lost her lost his son, Ernest Ramirez in the second hour here. And we see that it's it, it starts, quote unquote, innocently enough, even though if you are on principle, it's not innocent, it's never innocent to censor these things. Uh, and then it expands not only in, in terms of more broader speech uh, suppression, but suppression of humans that we now determine to be the spreaders, the breeders, the vermin, etc. Those analogies are very apt today, and that's what Vera Sharab is bringing up from that historical example in the 20th century to Scott Shera and the loss of his daughter and many other parents that are losing their kids, much less other fa- family members, uh, under this uh, proclamation that we shall have no freedom to even question the proclamations by the so-called health authorities, whether they be state Federal, local, international—like you said, Tedros clearly a dictator at WHO. Even his own committee says this is not an emergency monkeypox. He goes, "I don't care. It is." And here's the definition: I'll change it when I want. This is what kings, queens, emperors, and tyrants of old have done, and of course, in Canada, Trudeau has done. In Australia, New Zealand, etc., all these Western-style democracies that have found you find yourself living in. For those of you listening to us around the world. You realize how free you are not because there is no principle that acknowledges that your rights come from a far higher place than government or that you have self-ownership. The the government basically declares it owns you and your body and your children lock, stock and barrel. That's the only way they can get away with saying, well, if you want your freedom to work, to travel, to this, that, then you have to first be jabbed. That means we get to inject you even if you don't want to. And it's not a mandate because if you don't, you just can't leave your house. But other than that, it's not a mandate. That's the kind of thing we realize, man, our rights, those founders of the United States, they said it, that if you ever let government you know, the, out of the constitutional cage, we're watching what they warned us about.
2: <laughs> and there's a couple of really ugly things that happened during the pandemic, and you hit one of them. The do not resuscitate orders in the uk it was really really bad and i haven't seen reporting here or haven't heard many people you know obviously the gentleman you just mentioned we had him on the high wire tell this story as well it's it's a tragic story and thank thank god for his courage he's speaking out but in in the uk there were widespread mainstream reports not once but twice they put do not resuscitate orders on kids with down syndrome and neural developmental issues these kids didn't even know and adults, these they did not even know they had them on there. Their families found them on the charts. And so why is this on here? And they said, Well, the doctor just made it sweeping, he just did it in a sweeping uh issue ordered for all all of the people that are in these care homes. And it was it, there was two internal investigations, not just at one home. This was widespread. So who is Putting these orders out and boy does that rhyme with some of the stuff we've heard from the big e the big eugenics um movement from the 20s and 30s it's very similar and someone has to still explain to me why that happened and why it was why it happened twice after an internal investigation very very concerning
0: Well, to say, yeah, very concerning. It's like we don't have language to, that that could uh, actually state it as emphatically as I would like to state it. Exactly. With or without epithets of any kind, the point is, we're witnessing the re- if if not the repeat of history, the rhyming of history. It's done a little bit differently, but the same patterns have emerged. And those of us who have called it out, obviously, it's easy. In a sense to dismiss any references to nazism and such because it's been perhaps overused and abused as a a term if you don't like somebody you can call them that but it doesn't make the valid you know it doesn't invalidate the references it's just mm-hmm. a matter we need to go a little bit deeper than the the one word and explain as Vera Sharav is doing for instance how mm-hmm. it led up what are those things what are those parallels and that's part of you know what we're doing in, in what we call new media as well, to push back on the narrative that it's okay to censor. Never in the history of censorship have the good guys been the ones who censored. That's another thing to consider as well.
2: And people are getting comfortable with censorship. I mean, I, even myself, you hear someone get censored or you see, um, I just saw Peter Abe, he's one of the world's uh, most credentialed vaccine researchers in, um, in Africa. And Guinea Bissau, and he, he, he was—he he did a, an interview, and it was censored. And all he was talking about was his findings. He's actually not anti-vax; he's—he's he's pro-vax. And he was just talking about his findings of the, mm-hmm. called the non-specific effects of vaccines. And I saw YouTube kicked him off. And you know, my in my internal voice, the one that's been the one that's been kind of prodded along by popular culture, said, "Well, of course, YouTube is going to censor. him. why did they put the video on YouTube? That was dumb. But you know, really, it's like, wait a minute." youtube censoring him and i'm okay with this or or twitter is just Mm -hmm. and you know all of those things remember twitter suspended suspended permanently donald the the sitting president whether you like him or not all these people we're talking about it's the censorship that's very very concerning so no one is safe here and Mm -hmm. it's only a matter of time till it, it starts to clamp down very very hard so You know i always say this when i go on people's shows i haven't i don't do many shows actually because i'm so busy with the high wire but support who you listen to and who you think is giving you good information because They need to stay on air. These are these are like you know in the old movies when there's a straw and you you're trying to breathe underwater with a little straw. These Mm -hmm. are the people here. They're they're giving you this this oxygen, this reality outside of the mainstream media, the corporate media message, which is just so in lockstep. There's nothing outside of that anymore. It is beyond controlled. As is Hollywood. In 2016, I wrote an article and watch. I was watching the news because they were dying so fast. I watched them switch really quickly to Hollywood and a lot of the narratives are going to Hollywood now. So it, you know, the, the, subconscious has no firewall. So it just bypasses the subconscious and people just think it's their idea when they say stuff. Of course, the COVID vaccine works. Of course, we, we've we had a pandemic for two, almost three years now. Of course, it's an emergency. All of these things come through and it's really important to have someone and it only takes one person saying truth. That's why when they go after someone so hard when, mm-hmm. and, and you think they're going, it's it's naked authoritarianism. Why would they try to censor this person so hard when they're just a small person? And it would, it would behoove them just to leave them alone because now we can see these authoritarians work in the out of the shadows and in the light but they have to any piece of truth one little piece of truth no matter who you are out there listening Mm -hmm. will will shatter a a, a multi-billion dollar media narrative that's how dangerous it is so at some point they're going to have to hit this like do the whack-a-mole like an octopus Mm -hmm. and they're going to be outnumbered because so many people are speaking and reporting and writing and talking Mm -hmm. it's going to be a really interesting time
0: we have gained so many allies from the allopathic world, from the medical world. They used to dismiss us, you know, they didn't really look at it, but they just said, oh yeah, that's one of those. And yet now they're speaking as directly and forcefully on some of these subjects as we have for years, sometimes even more so because they've been on the inside and they're so disgusted now, finally.
2: I have a funny story to tell about that, I, I mm-hmm. without dropping names. I, you know, in the earlier days of the pandemic and still today, I reach out to guests for to sometimes for the high wire. Mm-hmm. And I reached out to a couple of doctors. Everyone will know the name of them. They're very prominent now. And at the beginning of the pandemic, because they were saying some stuff that w- w- was very um, astute. And I said, you know, I talked to them, I talked to their secretary. Would you like to come on the high wire? Yeah, we'd love to. And then I'd get an email back. You know, we looked up the high wire, and it says on Wikipedia that you're anti-vaxxers. Yeah. So we're gonna we don't want to really be associated with you. Fast forward, it took one year for this particular person I was talking I'm talking about Mm -hmm. to come around full circle, and this person is a major, major communicator in the space Mm -hmm. now, and it's really funny. You know, we've, and I, I, when I say we, I, you know, it's, you've been working at this longer than I have, and there's so many other people, John Rappaport. I mean, all, I can go on forever. Mm-hmm. We've created this bubble, this space for the medical community, the the, the allopathic medical, the mainstream to medical come community. Come out and to talk
0: and what it. they're seeing. Yeah, yes, they can't do it anywhere else. Isn't they that They can't do
2: it anywhere else. So, yeah. you know, for better, for worse, warts and all, these doctors have shown up, and there's a lot of them now, mm-hmm. um, and, and nurses and healers and they may not be perfect, but this is the space we created and they're in it. So it's it's time to move forward now because we have these allies. I remember my my, my first article I wrote, I think it was like in 2014, it was uh, doctors and nurses, medical civil dis- disobedience is the way forward. And we, we, we had been calling on them for a very long time. So they're here and that's yeah. hopeful.
0: Yeah. They're stepping it up. And even some that were just tentative a little bit at the beginning as you pointed out suddenly came over and now they're very outspoken in many cases so these same people you're talking about we've had on many of them on the show they're actually not afraid to say and you know what never going to vaccinate again yeah <laughs> not going to give it to my kids it's done i'm over so it's opened them up to the things we have seen because we didn't have the harsh conflicts of interest or economic uh, reliance on certain systems that kept them in tow so to speak or in line right. um, other expansions of as used talked about the the increasing uh, suppression of speech free uh, first amendment violations not only those attorneys general going after it, uh, the collusion with social media but my friend peter chauka who I've had on here he's written an article and it's titled social media appear to be planning to censor the truth about the democrats prior to the november election and he tied in this monkeypox proclamation to attempts at you know corrupting again the electorate and guess what He got tagged and censored off of social media and it wasn't about COVID. It wasn't about COVID vaccinations. It was a discussion about politics and suddenly talking about political strategies. Now is that's okay as well to censor, to suppress that. So to to your point, it's not even close. They're just going to keep reaching into other areas because you guys and gals out there, not necessarily in our audience, but you know who you are, that if you're just on board, you didn't stand up and say, not on my watch when you could have and soon they'll be coming for you unless you stand up now before it gets worse.
2: And that's the truth. What does that stand up look like? It looks different for everybody. I used to be a person that would listen to shows and not be out front. I didn't do that. I haven't been doing this my whole life. I I kind of um, worked on my craft, became a writer. I started out as a blogger and then I did some interviews um, early on and then I had a, a, a website and, you know, Dr. William Thompson from the CDC whistleblower came along and the rest is history. But, you know, I know that I know that feeling you're sitting out there and people are speaking to not just your ears, but it's ringing Mm. something in your chakra, right in the center Mm. of your heart. And it makes your belly feel kind of funny. And you think I got to do something. I have to do something. So I don't know what that looks like for everybody. For me, it was a blogging and writing. The keyboard was kind of my my go to. But. Mm-hmm. run for school board, run for a uh, community organizer. I mean, Or might run be for your life if you, if you don't <laughs> run do Run for those your things. life. Yeah. Yeah, you, and, you know. and prepare while you retreat if that's what you need to do. Yeah, exactly. Fight, fight while you're retreating.
0: Well, Jeffrey, um, uh, you also now have a sub stack. Is that working? I, I I don't understand it fully. I know John Rappaport got and It's like, it's a place where people who are writers primarily that mm-hmm. can actually get support in a direct way like never before, the independent media, and are you writing there as well or are you putting video up there audio how does the substack work for you
2: i typically um i typically just do articles maybe once a week once every two weeks there it's uh, i i don't do it too much when i have some thoughts that i want to really run with some ideas hard i throw it there Uh, i stick with major reporting on the high wire um, and on the show obviously every thursday do the Jackson Report. Um, those are kind of my main outlets, my main megaphones, and the Substack is is a complement to that. Where you know whatever doesn't hit, hit on the high wire, I can go there. Um, mm-hmm. uh, we we have been in talks about me having uh, you know my own show, Jackson Report, and be doing that for maybe a 20, 30 minute hit with just fast news, kind mm-hmm. of a lot like a longer extended version of what I do with Dell. Cause there's so much news happening right now that yeah. the, the stuff that gets put on the, the cutting room floor, so to speak for right. Thursday's Highwire show, it's, it's really still important. And, um, mm-hmm. so, uh, you know, where they say like a one-legged man in a butt kicking contest, that's kind <laughs> of how I feel right now.
0: <laughs> what what was the sense at the, uh, the, the freedom fest in Las Vegas, uh, last week or so, uh, as far as, you know, I've been, uh, you know active within the liberty movement as well but it's been a fringe part to acknowledge and recognize the freedom issue as it relates to health many people within the liberty movement had no earthly idea about the corruption of big pharma and big government even though they are suspicious of big government but they also kind of set aside like a blind spot or cognitive dissonance the medicine issue the health issue and now it, it seemingly everything that i've been saying we've been talking about has permeated perhaps more so i don't know how fully like the freedom movement at large, where they're realizing, yes, a big threat was our fear or is our fear of germs in the next disease proclamation.
2: Yeah, all in all, it was an amazing conference and it was an amazing event. Everyone there seemed very focused and working and ready to work. Um, Mm -hmm. Unlike any event I've ever seen before, very focused people. Uh, but yes, the, we, you know, the highway, we did our show live there right in the middle of the conference, so to speak that we were kind of the big planet in that universe when it came to like the health, the conversation, um, Dell hosted an amazing panel with Dr. Malone, Dr. Urso, and Dr. Uh, Pierre Corey. Mm-hmm. And it, it was a really great conversation. I really hope the, the event organizers, um, share that video because it was very powerful, but, but many people asked, um, during that talk, uh, Del, I think asked how many people have had the vaccine, how many people still had COVID after they had the vaccine, a lot of arms went up and how many people are going to get a vaccine again, still a lot of arms went up in the crowd. So mm. the crowd, I mean, it was kind of lit when it came to that. Or uh, that experience or that information, they really seemed to understand what was going on. Of course, you still have people that, you know, a couple of people walked out, a couple of people were kind of, you know, half and half with the message, but it, it was a majority of the crowd that I saw that was really it, it, open to the message, I should say.
0: But are you saying that when he asked how many people are willing to get another jab or a booster, there was still a significant percentage of those people that raised their hand?
2: Yeah. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah. I was in the so crowd
0: and saw that. We ha- Yeah, that's so what I said. We have a ways to go. There are still blind spots within the freedom movement. Uh, and again, this is our abandoning. And over generations, it didn't happen overnight, of bodily autonomy and acknowledgement that doctors aren't gods. These kinds of things were still very worshipful, even in the liberty movement of the medical so-called scientific community, as I keep pointing out, even, you know, the peer quarries of the world, Peter McCullough's of the world and, and others and Robert Malone's again, very intelligent people. That's not my Mm -hmm. dispute, but they are not trained in any way exposed until recently. Yes. To more vitalistic views of the immune system, the body aspects and, and, or nutrition even as we talk about, as I go out and speak and and to Peter McCullough's credit, he's a, he's enthusiastically, you know, every time we're together, Oh, Robert, get on stage and talk more about this, you know, these Mm -hmm minerals because they don't know and yet they are still put up as the go-to guys and gals if you will in the next round well now they're no longer invited to the table because of how they've spoken out against it but still who is going to be invited uh you know what in the pandemic group meetings whether it be Mm -hmm. who cdc fda or a biden administration as we saw there was very limited Uh, uh, let's say alternative views, even though I'm aware Trump knows about alternative views on some of these things, but still the main people that are involved that are invited to the table are part of an established order of control of the flow of information and never to go outside of the pharmaceutical horse blinders blinders primarily. So we're still dealing with that as a culture as evidenced by what you experienced at the Freedom Fest, even as good things are happening.
2: Right, right. And to, to really get someone in place that's gonna attack that ship hard and still be popular with the public while getting, you know, obviously you're going to know they're going to get attacked really hard and smeared mm-hmm. as like a, trying to sell horse paste or something like that. But I really like, um, you know, my personal opinion, I, I like Dr. Ladapo, uh, surgeon general of Florida. I think he's been really yeah. balanced on all of those, all of those points as, um, you know, disaster. although he's
0: taken a lot of crap from the medical community there that are not yes. with him. And so they call him the names they used to call us still, but I agree. Yep. Yeah. He's got a measured approach, but for them, that measured approach is, oh, man, he's out the deep end. He's one of them quacks now. So yeah. we, we do see it uh, or hear it from that side of the equation. So we're dealing with, again, mind-controlled people. Yes. And and they're the dangerous ones, weirdly enough, because it isn't so much that the the bad guys that we can point to in terms of the Fauci's of the world or Ted Rose's of the world or Bill Gates' of the world are the ones that definitely are the, you know, they're the ones that without them, it doesn't happen. No, it's the people cooperating. It's the people right. complying. That's where they win. And, and so we still have to communicate with each other better and not just through our media channels, because we know we have limited reach, but to after you hear the things you hear on this show, the high wire from Jeffrey and other to take that information out into your communities, into your churches and your synagogues, temples, mosques, et cetera, and then really make it count there. Because in that way they lose, they can't be there all the time. They can only right. be where they are. And if you keep paying, those people keep hearing the same message and you're not talking to them about it, even if it's uncomfortable a little bit. They might go with that programming again and again until it's too late.
2: Right. And one of the things I've learned is is to not polarize, is to try to find that middle ground. And, Mm -hmm. you know, really two quick quick stories. I know we have about a minute here, but you know, I've been dying to ask you about this. I'm sure you covered it already. So there's no link to serotonin and depression. (laughs) Yeah. How about that?
0: (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that was a big breakthrough uh, news story as well. And I and I just uh, you know that that's the whole basis for selective serotonin reuptake, inhibiting drugs, that's Prozac right. Paxil, all off those things. An absolute disaster. Peter Bregan's been pointing it out. But the yes. baseline is the starting point where they make the leap of, aha, we found it. now we have drug categories. I just right. sent to Super Don this morning another one of those. This came from the daily costs. and it's a shocker. They admit that the entire basis for Alzheimer's being yes, amyloid plaques, Yes. A complete fraud in terms of the, uh, the pictures that they used in it. So the initial study is now crap and the entire world is working toward drugs to eradicate amyloid plaques. Right. And, and yet billions, billions of dollars. And yet you'll appreciate this Jeffrey. <laughs> I, and I brought this to super Don's attention cause he laughed at me. It's like, cause I, cause I get mad when he posts a CNN article. We joke about that. It's like, well, yeah. every once in a while they have an article that's worth, we got to cover, but yeah. the point is that the daily cost is worse KOS. But I was most intrigued by not only that they revealed that, but the immediate response in terms of when they have these articles and comments, you can put comments mm-hmm. within like two or three comments. It went right to Andy Wakefield. <laughs> I'm like, what, what does the amyloid black, nothing, nothing at all. But in other words, to save face, it's like, Oh yeah. Look at the Andy Wakefield. I'm like, this is the point of delusion that these people on the political left primarily, but not exclusively will go to to hold the mantle of their belief in science or scientism or sci-fientism as Liam Sheff said, uh, their religion dear. And what will they do? They'll throw anything out that has nothing to do with it, except acknowledge that there's fraud at the beginning of many of these research projects that lead to drug categories that would lead the average folks that would have be critically thinking to go, why would I trust big pharma? Why would I trust FDA? Why would I trust CD on and on it goes, but that's their religion.
2: Right. And those are the, those are the research papers that doctors kind of give their mind over and say, well, I'm pretty busy, so I can trust my peers because they peer peer reviewed this paper. So I'm going to trust this paper that says, you know, SSRIs are good. Now we're left with, what are they doing? We don't know.
0: Scams, all of them. Jeffrey Jackson, my brother, thank you for being on board today. I just, uh, I just want to keep you on forever because we haven't talked in a while, but again, congratulations on being married. Love you, my brother. And everybody watch them on the high wire too.
2: I'll see you soon. And um, yeah, Thursday, uh, 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I'll be there.
0: <laughs> All right. Cranking it up for health, freedom, and healing liberty. And here we go. We are now joined by our friends on TV. Just had a great hour with our good buddy, Jeffrey Jackson. You know him from the High Wire. And this hour, I'm um, wearing a T-shirt in honoring a little Ernesto, the son of uh, Ernest Ramirez. And we're going to be talking about another uh, tragic circumstance where a parent trusted the science, the doctors, on and on it goes. And subjected their child to allow a doctor to inject this MRNA stuff. And this child is no longer here on this planet yet. Ernest, the father is just a great man, a wonderful, wonderful, let's say new warrior to prevent this from happening to any other children, any other families. And we plan to hear from him an hour two on our simulcast here on The Robert Scott Bell Show. Come on over to robertscottbell.com slash listen for the live chat room and text RSB, my initials, text RSB to 22828 so you can be part of the daily newsletter and poll questions. We'll let you know about that as well. Thanks for being here. Let's get this party started right about now.
1: Robert, Scott Bell, Robert Scott Bell Show.
0: All right. In the show notes at robertcowbell.com, you can see each and every day, two hours plus a day, six days a week, there are uh, articles and there are links for our guests. Uh, you want to learn more about them. And uh, today's guest, which we just learned, had, had to cancel because he couldn't get out of work. This is a working man, Ernest Ramirez. And as I said, I, I met Ernest initially at the uh, Nurse Freedom Network, also through my friend, Kevin Tuttle and Scott Shera. Scott, who, 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 as you might know, uh, his his daughter, Grace, was killed in the hospital during COVID protocols. They put a DNR on her. We just had Scott on with Vera Sharav on Friday's show talking about the eerie parallels between uh, the rise of the Reich, the Nazi Germany scenario pre-World War II through World War II and what happened. And the, the reality is, you know, you didn't start gassing people overnight. There was a slow, methodical you know, demonization of certain uh, segments of the population, things that had to be in place. And we've seen many of these parallels crop up during the COVID crazy years. Now we're talking uh, monkeypox. So we opened today's show early on in the first hour. Uh, without validation, they're claiming that monkeypox is now an international scourge and we need to probably lock you down, shut you down. And if you've received the email uh, newsletter from Superdon here at so uh, you can text uh, RSB to 22828 and you'll see the poll question of the day is, what do you think is happening next? What do you think they're going to do based on their proclamations that, oh, monkeypox, this is something we're all going to have to deal with. And here's today's poll question. Uh, the WHO has declared monkeypox a global em- health emergency. What comes next? And the reality is the WHO didn't do it, except that it's a dictatorship under Tedros. Tedros uh, basically countermanded his, uh, his uh, uh, what do you call his, his, group that was supposed to vote on it they voted wrong apparently not for the emergency and he's like screw it i'm not gonna listen to you we're going on an emergency define emergency he wouldn't do it couldn't do it because uh well you know if if there was a real emergency everybody would know it you wouldn't need a declaration i think that's a little thing that you you find funny and not funny at the same time uh so what kind of things can we uh can we move forward in 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 maybe preventing? a repeat of the scam of COVID. And, and how do I mean when I say the scam of COVID? Because, yeah, people were sick. Some people died. But in the initial phases, remember, it was only old people with multiple comorbidities on multiple drugs. Uh, you know, put together in tight, compact situations, spreading to one another, whatever the heck was going on. And then, of course, the treatments for these people were ventilators back then. And now everybody else since then, it's remdesivir to destroy your kidneys and then other drugs to suppress immunity and even breathing, uh, much less the vents they put you on. So arguably, ever since they come out with the mRNA jabs under emergency use authorization, nobody has died of COVID. And I would say arguably even before that, did they die of COVID or did I have the treatment for COVID? and whatever you believe or perceive COVID is, when we get into issues and controversies of viral isolation, despite evidence pointing toward what they call gain of function studies about viral proteins, there's still a lot that hasn't been answered about direct causation when they go into a body and they take out bodily fluids and in those bodily fluids, they can't, here's the virus. Here's millions of replicant copies. There's billions of replicant copies of the virus. They don't do that. That's not how it works. It's not like they could take, uh, you know, a urine sample and find white blood cells elevated necessarily that point to, oh, we also uh, did a bacteriological assay and we saw indeed there was, you know, name it, staph, staph a caucus or something uh, along the, I mean, that that's, it's not a lot of controversy. Yep, they found it, but in the case of viruses, there is and should be a lot of controversy about proclamations of, of isolation and, and yet. You know, the people say it's never been isolated. And the people say it's isolated. You, you guys are crazy. Both of you are wrong and they never kind of come together. And I would try. I'm a, I'm a kind of a, a uniter, not a divider. Well, maybe some people disagree with that. I'm not even going to label myself that way. I'm just going to say it this way. Then when I look at both sides or what, what might be called an excre- extreme side by either one, the virus has been isolated. It's the only cause versus there is no virus at all. It's never been isolated. And I say, all right, let's see the process of viral isolation. What is it? You take out unknown bodily fluids of all kinds of things. You add bovine serums to it. You add chemical cocktails to it. You centrifuge it. You do things. You you incubate it and on and on. And then it goes out to the PCR test. And I'm like, dude, if you think that's isolation by the old definition, you're smoking something that ain't good. And And yet, if they run the world and they get to change words and definitions and you go, all right, well, they call that isolation. All right. So call that isolation and go isolation with a little asterisk, not like you think it is an alteration of the uh, what do you call it? The definition of words. And that's how they play this. Uh, so if we would describe. Could it be that we are uh, all suffering from community wide neural brain degenerative disease. And I'm not making light or fun of those things. I'm just saying there's something that the synapses are not firing or not making the connections all the way through. You know, I say this and I say, "Oh, I think I see things pretty clearly. But then again, that means that you might not be, and you might not be. So that can be an insulting thing. And I'm not meaning to say that as an insult. Many of you are here uh, to learn new things, to engage intellectually as well. And to be challenged and maybe even to challenge. I mean, there are people that challenge me too all the time, and I welcome it. It's it's okay. But what are we missing here in terms of how are we not seeing some of these things that seem to be, to me anyway, so clear, and to many of you perhaps so clear, like the lie of monkeypox. Like the reality that whatever they're saying the monkeypox is, even though they're utilizing, again, faulty PCR test technology to claim that it's there, yet admitting that it's primarily occurring in men who engage in a risky sexual practices, putting things where they don't belong, so to speak. And then I argue, well, what happens when you do that? You have actually a measurable sexually transmitted infection, as they call it, STI, it used to be STD, that is often without fail met with various antibiotics, one or many. And those people that engage in that behavior often don't do it once and go, Oh, I learned, no, I'm not gonna do that again. They do it again. They go, Oh, I've got an antibiotic waiting for me. So that's okay. And what does the antibiotic do? It utterly decimates your microbiome and your gut destroys the basic premise for how an immune system can even function in the body, primarily with the microbiome being healthy and balanced and all that it does. And it's worse than that because it ends up ripping your guts themselves, the lining of the, of the, of the, uh, well, they call the epithelial lining of the gastrointestinal tract. What does that mean? It means permeability. It means the tight junctions are weakened and destroyed. It means like you got a cut or scrape or something that's opening your, your body to the world, but internally, and now things have access to the internal areas of the body. They would never have access to creating immune and autoimmune and hyperimmune reactions, inflammatory cascades that never go away until you're exhausted to death or suppressed to death by a drug in response to Not the real cause of the issue, but in response to a symptom that was caused by something far deeper that modern medicine is loath to address, identify, or even if they could identify it, they would have no medicine to address it because every medicine that they give you is toxic by definition. So they're still under the impression that they can poison you back to health. Even if you can argue that there are uh, times warranted to suppress the immune response to save your life. Well, I'm thinking like a category six cytokine storm whether it be considered due to ADE, antibody-dependent enhancement, or otherwise. And I look at it as a, you know mineral deficiencies causing imbalances and on top of, of course, the microbiome alteration due to the drugs. Now, what else do we think about in gut? Gut immune system, yes, but how about gut-brain? How much of this gut destruction is causing people to be unable to see what they could normally see clearly, or if they can still see it clearly, they're so weakened by what they've taken in medically that they can't act on the information. And so they're vulnerable, not no, necessarily the propaganda anymore, but they're too weak and sick to do anything about the propaganda that they can see through because they are so sick and dependent on what? Pharmaceutical drugs. Case in point, the drugs that are given for the various diseases, How? what was the percentage? I don't remember exactly what it was, but when they did an, a, a major analysis or meta-analysis of all the drug therapies out there, they said that I think it was less than 20% of all the drug therapies are based on sound scientific validation. And yet, the same people that I mentioned in the Daily Cost article, and I'm going to bring that up right now. I hadn't planned on it, but since we've got time, um, this is from a, a, a newspaper or online thing I would never, ever normally read because it's just so disgusting. The things, the conclusions they draw and their agendas are all you know based on collectivism communism socialism and and individual rights don't matter they, they don't in fact they when they're inconvenient to your, their desires they they claim that those rights don't exist or that your rights come from government which is absurd this daily calls website it's as left leaning as left gets and it's not that i don't have friends that lean left or that i don't have in my libertarian perspective some things that might be considered more left of center but they had, they published this article and I saw this and I sent this to super Don and he laughed because I complain when he gives me a CNN article, I'm like you, you complain when I give you a CNN article, what is daily cost? Are you kidding me? But I was most intrigued by the response to it. But before we get to the response to it, let's look at this two decades of Alzheimer's research, maybe based on deliberate fraud that has cost millions of lives. This is by a, a, a author named Mark summer, daily call staff. I thought, well, oh, that's interesting. Because by and large, the people on the left have been worshipful of big pharma, even as they claim that they don't trust big pharma. Oh, man, that's uh, big corporations. Yet they have become so corporatist. And it's the people on the so-called conservative right that are questioning corporate interference and influence in government. Now, not everybody. We could say that arguably on both sides of the political aisle, there are problems. I don't doubt it. I don't dispute that. But right now, the people who have been drinking the pharma Kool-Aid are more often than not, percentage-wise, people on the political left and the extremes of those who would basically tell everybody they have no rights to their own bodily autonomy, except when it comes to eliminating the life that's growing inside of a mother, a woman, to be a mother to be. Uh, and, and in those cases, yeah, okay, hands off. Wait, no, hands in. You can do that. But otherwise, if you don't want to be injected with something that they want you to inject with, because they're of undying belief in sorcery and mRNA injections, in fact, that they would claim you have no bodily autonomy, except when it comes to terminating the life of a baby yet to be fully engaged outside of the mom. So this article, two decades of Alzheimer's research may be based on deliberate, maybe, maybe. Turns out, it's pretty clear that it is, and he was soft-pedaling it on the headline. So he, he referenced um, Genentech's Clinical trials on a drug no, named, uh, I don't know if it's got a trade name yet, crinezumab, sounds like it's crumbling, targeting amyloid proteins that form sticky plaques in the brains of Alzheimer's patients. Remember, this is the thing that's the accepted, it's amyloid plaques, it's beta amyloid. We got this down. Now all we need to do is develop drugs and drug categories to fix it. And so uh, despite the fact that even if it looks promising in vitro studies and animal models, Pretty much all of these drugs have failed miserably when it comes to human trials. And last year, according to the article, the FDA narrowly approved the use of Ad- Adulhelm, a new drug from Biogen, that the company had priced so highly that it's expected to drive up the price of Medicare. I mean, one drug added into the mix, approved by the Fear and Death Administration, suddenly jacks up everybody's so called Medicare contributions stolen from them at a certain point in time. $56,000 a dose. And, and, you know, all of these failure rates of these drugs have been just legendary. And it even showed that even if it can reduce amyloid plaques, and in some cases these drugs have proven to do that, did it actually reverse the symptoms or degradation called Alzheimer's? And in every case, the answer is no no but the basic foundation of belief that alzheimer's is due to amyloid plaque is a deliberate fraud the original studies upon which the entire industry has focused all of its drug research it was how how do you say if you read this it's like first they talked about the imagery the imagery that they used in the study to prove that it was amyloid plaques that were related, and this is the cause, so it's always here, and it means that. And those images were were doctored, funny enough, altered. And it took how many years to figure this out? This is back in 2006. Nature published this article. And here we are. What year is it? 2022, when this is going out? By the way, today's show is the 25th of July. 2022, for those of you listening or watching live later, it'll be a podcast, etc. But you find out now that's, uh, do the math 17 years later that millions and billions of dollars have been invested research and even drugs has, have been sold that it turns out that, yep, some people with this beta amyloid plaque are manifesting Alzheimer's. And guess what? Some people manifesting this beta amyloid plaque are not exhibiting Alzheimer's, which cause Causes you to go, wait a second. Remember the cholesterol, uh, scam. They're still playing it a little bit, not as not as successfully, but how many people are on statin drugs today? still plenty. They're still making plenty of bank on a scam. Half the people with high cholesterol may be inclined and have heart attacks. Guess What the other half that have low cholesterol, same percentage, heart disease is manifesting. So if you have high cholesterol in both groups. What does that say about cholesterol's causation of heart disease, causing heart attacks? And in the same way, the same thing is being identified here with the scam of that original paper. I mean, that, that's huge news. Now, what we would, what I would argue, of course, in terms of brain and nervous system function and health and integrity over time, and the various neurological degradations, d- diseases are the result of the accumulation, the bioaccumulation of toxic poisons waste products some found in nature like mercury and well aluminum but not in the abundance that we've been exposed to it via injections via amalgams or other um, airborne um, exposures due to you know industrial revolution forward and with aluminum yes it's a very abundant mineral or metal on the planet but it's always bound when found in nature primarily to silica as we've learned so many times over the years here on this show, and let's see, do I have this? this. Well, the book, I, yeah, the book I wanted to show you, by the way, is by my friend Dr. Christopher Exley. Imagine you are an aluminum atom. Discussions with Mister Aluminum, and this goes into the reality of these heavy metals. I include mercury in there, but aluminum is a big one related to Alzheimer's, and we have ways to address that but those ways are so inexpensive and so easy relative to the drugs that they would sell you on patent based on fraudulent data fifty six thousand dollars a pill imagine if you could use nature's binding agents to heavy metals metals that are responding to for instance mercury selenium enough selenium in your system aluminum silica Get enough silica in there, or in the case of something really extraordinary, zeolites. Zeolites that have been cleaned—in other words, if you find these zeolites in volcanic soil, you'll also find them find them bound to heavy metals because they have this ability to do that. But if somebody could figure out a way to clean those metals off of the zeolites, nanosize them in a colloidal suspension, and then give them to you in water. We would see with fractions of a penny on the, on the so-called $56,000, a pill research dollar, such success in undoing, much less preventing a lot of neurological degradation, in my opinion. What are those things you can do? We've introduced the last week, this Pure Body Extra from Touchstone Essentials. On Friday, I interviewed uh, Eddie Stone from there, and this is amazing. A nano-sized cleaned up zeolite that it's so safe. I'm taking it. My wife's taking it. My kids are taking it four sprays three times a day. It's an advanced daily cellular detox, colloidal zeolite suspension, oral spray. And for those of you who heard about it and didn't act on it fast enough, super Don is telling me they've extended the deadline for the deal that five bucks you can get this for the zeolite detox offer. You can still get it. I didn't realize it would happen. It was expiring last night at midnight. Well, you guys and gals that haven't taken advantage of this. It doesn't matter if you're in the United States, Canada, England, United Kingdom certain places in Europe as well, Australia, New Zealand, five buck equivalent, $5 investment for the first month to try it. And if you don't like it, you don't think it does anything, you don't have to get any more. But my gosh, what the simplest way to start reversing this nonsense that they've claimed, oh, beta amyloid plaques. Now, listen, if it were truly the cause, it would be in 100% of cases Alzheimer's. That's your starting point or 98, 99. I mean, someone where it's ridiculous. When you find out half half you realize they scammed us they scammed everybody but the aluminum the mercury these metals are very real and the deficiencies of the minerals how do we help usher this bad stuff out again the zeolites are one of those ways to do it there are many ways to do it i don't have time to go into all of them today but i wanted to at least bring that to your attention and how are we doing on time super d before our first break here on TV, i apologize i don't want to lose track of of, of time this is a completely unscheduled, unplanned discussion point. Oh, thank you. I see it now. All right, a little little under three minutes, two and a half minutes. What I want to do is point out that in this Daily KOS article, whatever, at the end of it, I was most intrigued by the responses. They have commenters. Now, obviously, Daily KOS is a left-leaning site, and that's an understatement. And so in response to this article about the scam of the science of amyloid plaque being the cause of Alzheimer's disease and the drugs that follow it, That wasn't the controversial part I'm looking at the first, the first response seems pretty reasonable. The world is full of credible stories about clinical trials, skewing results toward a desired result, but this is another league entirely. And as is so common, accountability comes all too slowly dragging over a mass of needless suffering. So whoever Dr. Lori is posted something very rational or reasonable. Now I'm not going to whatever response to that is, but the one right next to it, there is a this response is talk about a non sequitur. It's like what? There is the famous Andrew Wakefield paper that fraudulently connected vaccines to autism. That paper spawned much of the modern anti-vaccine. Oh, yes. The link isn't to Wakefield paper because that has been retracted by the journal. The link is to his net worth of $2 billion. In the health sciences and pharma industries, there are financial incentives to fraud. And then from there, the vast preponderance. Of responses to this article, which should cause alarm in the entire leftist community, much less the everybody scientific community, is all about bashing and trashing Andy Wakefield and anti-vaxxers. And I'm like, holy crap, these people, they don't even know what planet they're on. They're so deluded. And this isn't me wanting to bash people on the left, but whatever daily causes is so far out of touch with scientific reality that a, a good article by an author there that actually points out something very legitimate and needed and important is met with one good response and there it goes straight to hell right back to wakefield and any excuse me this is how you defend your faith in science this is how you defend the religion you create boogeymen demons to attack even if it's nothing to do with at all the article here We'll be back in just uh, about two and a half minutes on Brideon.tv on the Robert Scott Bell Show. Okay, for those of you who are still with me, this is the Robert Scott Bell Show, as you know. Uh, those that watch on Brideon.tv, that's on Roku and everything, they take a, a like a two and a half minute break right now. And I'm going to bring, if Super Don can come back in the mix real quick, just to check in with me to hear what I think I heard. <laughs> this happened like as I was going to open up hour two and I'm still expecting Ernest to come on to talk about his son and he couldn't get away from work. And I love Ernest Ramirez. He's an amazing man, and he's gone through so much, as many of these parents that have lost children have. Uh, right. But I just want <clears throat> to acknowledge that we will get him on. We will get him rescheduled to talk. Yeah, to. We'll, we'll have Kev- Kevin will Ernest reschedule on, him. in his honor for Ernesto Ramirez Jr., yep. who lost his life to the COVID jab and COVID protocols, et cetera. Uh, so, Super D, are you able to open up your mic or not? If you can't, so that's okay. Just you can't hear here. me. Moment, you might be working on the check, 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 oh, check. Was already played, so that's that's done. So, not hearing anything. For, hopefully, we're going out just fine. There you are. Oh, I see you now. You okay, Oops. Super D? Yeah. Can you hear me? I'm working there. Oh, not working? It's, your microphone fine. went dead. I don't know why. Okay. Or is it me? It's not working. I'll have Could to reset be. it. I don't know. I, I really want to hear from you on this because this is something that. Cap? Uh, uh, oh, you. It's electric? No. We're technically on break, so I'm not too worried about this it. isn't working? It's not working? Oh, it is showing up. I mean it's showing up. Go ahead talk. Keep talking. Check, 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 check. Yeah, you're you're good. You're good. Sorry about that. What <laughs> what are you doing? I'm not trying to do that on purpose, honestly. It was like my headphones. You did that totally to on purpose. No, I didn't. I didn't. Honestly, no? I don't know okay. when we come back. All right. so you, you give me a heads up. I'm not trying to distract you from. Your are we job. on a delay?
1: One, two, three, oh, four, five. you're good. i I'm good? You're good. Okay.
0: Yeah. Let me know when we come All back right. from the break as well. But, um,
1: well, let's see. When are we coming back? We're coming back in uh, about 25
0: seconds. Okay. And I and I don't. I really want to hear from you because I. You know, we have this ongoing joke or gag about. You know, when you put a CNN article up in the newsletter, or we, we reference okay. it. And I'm like, I, I'm right. not seriously so complaining. Let's, but, um, and, let's, and, let's do this here. Oh, here we go. All right. So we're going to be joined there by you. our friends at Brideon.tv in just a moment. All right. Three, two, one. All right. We're back now and super don is here yes my honey it was my fault for some reason my earphones couldn't hear super don i was hearing nothing and it wasn't super don's fault so i don't i'm not throwing him <laughs> under the bus it was literally i had to twist this I don't, I don't even remember hitting it but anyway we're back okay we're live we're happening and super don what i wanted to ask you because we we have this ongoing kind of joke between us anytime you post a cnn article in our newsletter or we cover it i'm like oh really Dude, CNN, you know? it's
1: not even just you yeah. You know, because well, you know, a big part. true. A it big does. part of what we do is we have a newsletter that goes out every day, and yeah. this is uh, it's the first thing I get to in the morning mm-hmm. uh, before I even get to what we're doing with the show. Is yeah. I go through the news, you mm-hmm. know, just multiple news outlets, yeah, mainstream, alternative media, new media, whatever, the whole yeah. gamut, right? Mm-hmm. And I put together a newsletter that goes out every morning about what's going on in the news. Yeah. And you can actually subscribe to that over at the website, robertscottbell.com, or you can text RSB to 22828 yeah, uh, and get subscribed to that. And so, you know, sometimes, uh, you know, one, one of the websites that I, I will check their health news and stuff and what's going on is CNN. Mm-hmm. I check, you know, Fox News, I, you know, I check Newsmax, I, you know, Natural News. I mean, you know, that's, I go through them all. Yeah. And uh, – Sometimes there's really there, there's good stuff on CNN, and so I'll put that up there and go, "Hey, let's do." And not only will you give me a hard time about it, yeah, yes. but I'll get messages from people. I've had people unsubscribe from our newsletter.
0: You used to see it because in article.
1: I put an article from CNN, and I'm just like, "I mean, really? I mean, do you want to go through life with blinders, living in a bubble? Come on, you know?" No, it's we, like, we, we have
0: to cover those things.
1: Yeah, we do, and so we do, and so then this morning, <laughs> I uh, thought. It was funny. You sent, you know, because you send me stuff too that you see, mm-hmm. and so you send me this article from Daily costs and I'm like, dude, Daily costs is like CNN on steroids. But <laughs> you, how can you criticize me about grabbing something from CNN? You're going to send me an article from Daily Costs. Now I get why you did it, but you, you justified <laughs> yeah. it.
0: Yes, I did. You
1: rationalized it. I did. So, so that and I stand that, by it. it.
0: I stand by the reason that's, I did it.
1: Doesn't happen very often with you, no. but I got you, man. That's, no. that's that's strike number two over the last how many years? But anyway, right.
0: but I, I but anyway, I so the reason. What did you think of my not only? Dude, these listen,
1: tests- that's a great article. Yeah, it is because you know what I haven't I haven't seen that anywhere else. Mm-hmm. That that right there that ought to be like
0: front page Nightline. Everywhere. Yeah,
1: that should be twenty twenty. That should be. I mean,
0: if Tucker that's Carlson huge. doesn't cover that, right? That that's like
1: that is well, he, you know what the thing is? Tucker might if somebody yeah. put it in front of him. True, true. I could see him covering something like that, but can you yeah. imagine? I mean, how many years of of Alzheimer's drugs that people have been taking mm-hmm. based on fraudulent science? Yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah, that, that should be there should be an expose on that.
0: Well, and I, then I then my secondary point was yes, I agreed, even though it was on daily costs. just like we point out. Sometimes CNN see, has a it decent doesn't article. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. The point it, is, it we was want a good cover- article cover information yeah. that we think is valuable to cover. For whatever sure. reason we perceive it to be and you guys can let us know if you think we're off our rockers, but the point is the response <laughs> to it. You saw that, right? No,
1: I agree and listen, that's that that wow. what, yeah. Rather than looking at what the article was about, they uh, immediately turned into an apologist and it was just like how do we defend cuz you know it was almost like their ego got bruised mm-hmm. right it's like oh my goodness fraudulent science we are science right those are all, those are all the guys probably walking around going no we are science those are the skeptics those yeah. are the people like the uh the the oracs and the uh david gorskis and the Stephen novellas of the world yeah. That uh, walk around with you know with a, a giant capital or, or capital S for skeptic on their chest
0: or D for they will immediately
1: else. deflect. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that's what they do, mm-hmm. and so that's what you saw going on there. It's Andrew Wakefield, dude. If I had a nickel, no, well, yeah, even a nickel, I'd probably take a nickel for every time that these numbnuts will throw Andy Wakefield up as a defense mm-hmm. for things. Uh, I'd be rich. Yeah. Nobody cares, it, it had nothing to do with autism, mm-hmm. nothing to do with vaccines, not, nothing had nothing to do, to do with that. With,
0: with anything, the study that was so called fraudulent that wasn't actually about Wakefield, but yeah. the point of it was, I guess, it, even though we highlighted and spotlighted a, a, a brand new bit of information regarding the fraud of Alzheimer's research, the response by those on the extreme left can we say that's extreme left daily costs, or is that not right? I, I don't know. I mean.
1: Yeah, I mean, I guess you could speculate as to what you know that maybe what their political leanings would be, and you probably yeah. wouldn't be wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, but even then, I mean, I think it's less about left and right and more about malignant narcissism, hmm. atheistic science. Yeah, movies, yeah. You know, I mean, it's Maybe more accurate. It's, it's not yeah. even it just really
0: at Daily costs where they're trolling, and that's where they live. Absolutely, so absolutely. The so they get they
1: get credit for for the article. Mm -hmm. uh and being one of the few because i haven't i haven't seen that i haven't seen that anywhere so they get credit for that um the their readers are all idiots though apparently
0: yeah absolute numb nuts those who responded now were they bots i don't know so it it gave us an opportunity as well to bring up the pure body extra the the colloidal suspension of zeolite that we're talking about i didn't realize we were going to expand i had no idea last night i thought it expired i
1: didn't either and and that's what it looks like in the bottom and um Yeah, I just found out this morning because, listen, there were a bunch of people that that, uh, missed out on the deadline. Mm -hmm. And so I I believe, and I'll get confirmation for this, that it's been extended. At least I know today it's still going, and it might be this week, but I'll get confirmation on that. So if you go over to the website, robertscottbell.com, you look in the upper right-hand corner of the page, you're going to see a banner that looks like that. Okay. So all I got to do is just click on that. That'll take you to the page to give you way more information about what it is, how it works, mm-hmm. and uh, what it'll do. Testimonials and stuff. And it's five bucks. You, who doesn't have five bucks, right? You know that yeah. you just, you can you can drop on something that can have a dramatic effect. Yeah, and we're health.
0: talking about a lot of the basis for so many of the ailments and illnesses people of all ages, including children on the spectrum, suffer uh, excess amounts of heavy metals that they're not able to. Get out of the body. This can go in there and help grab it out. Among many things we've talked about, but nothing has been here. Five bucks. Try it for a month, and give it a go. And if it works, and you keep going, and you'll get a discount on that too. So thank you to Touchstone Essentials for offering that offer and extending it. For those of you that didn't take advantage of it, come on. I'm gonna I'm gonna send it out again to my network, and I hope that uh, we'll get another blast out. And you'll do it. Share it with your friends too. This opportunity comes along. I don't know how often. Uh, so also, um, I want to say thanks to Orange Guard. Uh, orangeguard.com that is the pesticide from the it's omri certified for organic agriculture i uh three weeks ago now i think it was i i surprised super don and i drank some on the air how safe it is didn't taste good but i'm alive and well
1: and i thought we were like a, a suddenly turned into a morning show or something morning zoo show i'm gonna drink some pesticide You're gonna this, do the what
0: stuff, this stuff is great and you've been using it around your house in and outside taste smells like oranges not taste tell smells yep. like oranges and doing great there i am in my greenhouse with it and i grow things organically but i have no problem with using the orange garden we had tor mcpartlin on one of the shows the last couple of weeks talking about you can even dilute it for for direct spray on plants some of them can handle it straight some of them want it dilute but it's amazing so check that out and please get it now briefly i want to remind everybody there's an upcoming events tab at robertscottbell.com so if you don't know what we're going to be up to soon or where i'm going to be going Click on that Upcoming Events tab, and, and you'll scroll down. We just had a few last week. We need to update. But uh, this August 6th, this, it's the Saturday the 6th, first Saturday of August, 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. at the Sheraton-Pittsburgh Hotel, thanks to Nutritional Frontiers, our friend Jamie Dorley will be joined by Tracy Strout, Judy Mikovits, Dr. Len Brankowitz, for an amazing day of education. And lots of fun stuff surrounding it as well and it's sold out as far as i can tell locally but for you those of you that don't plan to be in pittsburgh that weekend when i'll be there you can stream it and you can go to nutritional frontiers or call them at 412-922-2566 to find out how you can plug in even remotely to learn about what's happening there now another thing is we've got the autism one conference and that's happening this year in mesa arizona august 18th 19th 20th and 21st and we had Sean Centers, Dr. Centers. We're going to get him on, back on soon. A kind, really a loving man in the medical field who's helped so many families with children on the autism spectrum. A great guy. And he'll be there among many other doctors. I'll be speaking at that event. And uh, Dr. Centers is going to bring to our attention that if you are in the medical community and or nursing community, for that matter, they have CMEs and CEUs available. So some of you docs out there that you know you have to get your CMEs up for the year you can join us at Autism One and get those. That's good news, too. So it's not just for the families, but for doctors of all kinds and backgrounds as well to join in. Then we have the 13th U.S. Health Freedom Congress back in Minneapolis, St. Paul, 23rd and 24th. You don't have to be a voting member to attend. You want to rub elbows with the champions of health, freedom, and healing liberty, Diane Miller and the crew. We're all going to be there. A two-day event in Minneapolis, St. Paul. At uh, Well, it's not far from the airport, so it's an easy in and out if you're flying in there as well. Scrolling on down, we'll back to Orlando, Florida. It's been a while since I've been back there. 40 featured speakers, including McCullough and others. I'll be there speaking as well. Hyatt Regency, Orlando, Florida, October 7th, 8th, and 9th. Wellnessparenting.info. Shout out to Drs. Terry and Stu Warner for putting that on. And then the big one, the Health Freedom Expo, October 15th and 16th. That's a Saturday, Sunday event outside of Chicago far enough that I feel good going. The Tinley Park Convention Center. And uh, Jonathan E. will be there. So many of our friends will be there. It's going to be absolutely amazing. And uh, there's Lori. Shout out to Lori. She's looking forward to Autism One. I'll see you there, Lori. Give you a great big hug. Uh, I don't know. Kay is asking if it's going to be streamed live as well. They usually do record everything. Whether they're streaming it out this year, that's a question I'll have to ask. But I don't know the answer to that. Whereas the you know the one-day event that we're doing with Nutritional Frontiers uh, it is also streaming out uh, to the world, which is great. And I know that those that can't make it to the Health Freedom Expo, they this is the pattern that's emerged that we do the live event in October and I think February of the next year, they do the, the virtual online event with some bonus material as well. Uh, but I like it if you can be there while we still have the capacity and ability to travel to do so because there's something, not only the memories that are generated, but the strength that, and, and resolve that you get from interacting with folks that believe similarly to you do about the importance of standing strong in the face of tyranny to push back against it and are not operating in the fear that Tedros at WHO or Biden or Gates or whoever is is promoting fear mongering. That's not what we do here on the Robert Scabell show. We'll acknowledge things that can be scary, but as Super Don mentioned in the first hour, if you missed it, we were talking about monkeypox. And and you know, Super said, "Hey, why don't they just go to all the way to Ebola? Because that's the scariest one." Even though I say, "Listen," and this goes back to the 1990s before I opened up the radio microphone in 1999, where I began investigating Ebola and what are the realities, what are the what are the pharmaceutical fantasies about it, vaccines, drugs, etc. And it turns out that if you just replenish the selenium in the soils and in the people. In those areas of ebola outbreak it would reverse without drug intervention without vaccines and i know that's still too shocking and maybe too hard to conceive of that a mineral deficiency can result in something so horrific as bleeding through the eyes but i'm telling you that's the case (laughs) and it's not just because i'm saying it in the peer-reviewed medical literature all right super d i got to take a sip of tea chime in on anything Make sure you're no, microphone. we're just going to watch you
1: choke and and, and drink tea. That, that sounds like that sounds like more fun. Now you know the thing is is and you know I know I know movies like, like mm-hmm. the whole reason why you know these yeah. movies. I can't think of one right off the top of my head that that dealt with Ebola. Yeah. But you know these these outbreak movies and stuff like yeah, that. Sure. They go through all these jump through all these hoops. We got to get the cure. What was the name of that one that that had uh, Steven Seagal on it, in it? where they they had like this sickness this outbreak and Yeah, that one that was, was actually it was...
0: called The Patriot, the same as the Mel Gibson the Patriot. title Yeah, It was
1: a pretty it. good movie actually. Yeah. Um, you know, but it's like they had to go to the Native Americans and get the flowers that made the tea and you know and all this stuff like that. You know, and what you're telling me is that uh, all they had to do was take selenium and and I mean the movie would have been over in like 10 minutes.
0: Well, in that same context, if you had drank in the in the movie the the flower that made the tea, yes, it would have been over that quickly. But you know what? Okay. And I pointed this out over the years that that was the, the reason, one of the main reasons why Steven Seagal was so vilified by uh, every, almost everybody was because he, well, he, he did actually make did a them-
1: bunch of crappy movies, though, too. I
0: mean, oh, I agree on. that his movies weren't a movies. <laughs> he the- had a moment where he was no. like
1: really super popular and then he like made every movie that they threw at him and, yeah. you know.
0: But, but look at every movie about outbreaks prior to and since; it's all about a magic drug or vaccine. His was the yeah. only one that went to Native American herbs and flowers, and and yet that you know that's that, that's the kind of thing that makes enemies of uh, it makes you an enemy, public enemy number one, according to the, you know the pharmaceutical church. Well, and
1: he's he's Putin's best friend too. Yeah, well,
0: yeah. any number of things, and I don't know him personally, so I, I can't comment on that. I will that didn't say. Help with me. However, that the fear mongering on, on monkeypox, rooted in just, I'd say such crap, but then again, that might be the cause of it in reality. Uh, the reality Nobody's is. Nobody's
1: dying from monkeypox. No. Have you noticed
0: that? Yeah, it's an international emergency, Pedro says. So, and, I mean, and it's, yet,
1: it's uncomfortable, but it, so and is, is pretty it, much and everything it, when you get sick. And is
0: it even what they claim it is? And I still have questions about that, just as I do, because when they rely on PCR. Uh, it's a faulty test to begin with. So I have to call into question everything about their proclamations. And, you know, they may find that people aren't reacting the way they want to to monkeypox. So they might super don't bring out Marburg or Ebola because hemorrhagic bleeding diseases are much more sellable in terms of visual content. And if they're not listening to this show or watching this show, they might run in, in, in hide or, or get the shot that could kill them. And, and you know, speaking of killing them on um, this article out of the daily mail in the UK, Look at this. This is like a headline. In a, I'm not saying they're the mainstreamiest of mainstream newspapers, but they are a regular newspaper, the Daily Mail, in the United Kingdom. Headline reads, you can take someone's DNA and design a weapon that can kill them. House Intelligence Committee member warns people not to share health data with sites like 23andMe because it will be used to program new bioweapons to target them. Now, this has been something over the past. It's like if you brought that up, they'd say, oh, that's Alex Jones' territory, despite the fact that Alex Jones has been right about a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> but you, you, look, you look at this and go, they're messing with your DNA. If they get your DNA, can they design something specific to you? Absolutely they could. And I don't know why people trusted these websites that were, just harvest your DNA and we'll tell you all about your history and your risk for cancer and on and on goes. In the meantime, I don't know if they're all being used nefariously like this, but could they? And that, to me, is enough to warrant not participating. Or could they take your DNA and plant it in a crime scene? If they wanted to target you, of course they could. So, you know, technology, people are enamored with it and go, oh, if I only knew my, my genetic, whatever, then I'd know whether I get to get cancer or not. That's a lie too, because there's no room for epigenetics or gene expression due to environmental factors, due to nutrient deficiencies that completely alter DNA, protein synthesis, if you will, manifestation of, of different things. Now they want to change it via MRNA. And as we see more and more. And we talked about this with jeffrey jackson last hour that many parents are no longer just going with the flow when the medical community says get your kid jabbed they would do it now maybe four percent are getting their kids mrna jabs when they're at six months to five years the recent eua authorization so to speak for younger and younger kids so things are shifting they are that's a good thing but There's still people that are going, oh, I'll just get my DNA test tested and I'll find out all about my history and never think of the nefarious possibilities beyond that. Uh, We had a, sometimes you guys and gals submit questions of the day at the website at robertscottbell.com. We love that. We try to answer them on the air whenever we can, but sometimes you get comments of the day. And even though I love comments of the day too, sometimes they're going to take me to task for something I said. And I don't think that happens enough. It could be a factor of my sheer intimidation of the audience because <laughs> you know how intimidating I am. Or it could be that I never make a mistake. No, that's not right. Or it could be you just are so kind and loving that you wouldn't want to point that out. But you can and do. Please do. And this leads us uh, to our comment of the day, Super done. I think it does. I thought it did. Or maybe it doesn't. Oh, yes, It does i think he was busy lining up the comment of the day so you could see it there it is for those of you watching on the show on live uh you'll see it up on the screen now from bill hi guys because you rsb have taught me so much i would like to take this opportunity to teach you on july 19 2022 at approximately one hour and 45 minutes into the program you absolutely shocked me you said Quote, unquote, more happy.
1: <laughs> oh, my, no.
0: I know. I know. This is bad. Usually my doctor, it's
1: Bala that does this to you.
0: I know. Who's Bill? Is Bill Bala and Bala Bill? Who's the? I don't know. <laughs> Bill now says, my doctor said I will have a full recovery from the, thank God, mild heart attack I suffered after hearing the words, more happy. <laughs> the, the correct wording is happy, happier, happiest. Do not let anybody tell you that more happy is acceptable. Don't be more angry with me for the correction. <laughs> no, I'm angrier. <laughs> Not angry at all. That's great, Bill. I appreciate that. I sometimes hear my wife correcting me in my lack of good English, proper English, uh, because I didn't learn English. I wasn't learned right. Ooh, now I'm in trouble. Uh, like when I do double negatives, she's like, don't do double negatives. Just be direct. Say it like it is. Say what you mean and i think bill says he's not happy that i apparently said more happy you could be more happy how about you could be happy more of the time if you didn't get so upset by me saying more happy no I'm, I'm just kidding bill you can be upset by that and hopefully i really didn't induce a mild heart attack or a heart attack at all for saying it but if that's what it takes to get comments of the day i should screw up vernacularly more frequently and i think i made vernacular an adverb and i don't think that's allowed so bill come and tell me about that next right here on the robert scott bell show slash listen uh we had a poll question today we're going to get to that in a moment uh also um and it relates to what's next you know now that they've they've created this monkeypox scam well one of the things that's next besides weaponizing dna to be used against you is that the associated propaganda or i mean associated press exposed the Tuskegee syphilis study. This is the 50th anniversary of apparently that exposure, not of the experiment per se, but when it was exposed initially. Remember the the men were told they were being treated for who knows what, bad blood, as they said here. The article's up at, uh, well, it's an AP News article through ABC that we have linked anyway in the show notes at robertscottbell.com. You can check it out. Uh, on July 25th, 1972, Gene Heller, a reporter on the Associated Press investigative team, Then called the special assignment team, broke news that rocked the nation based on documents leaked by Peter Buxton, a whistleblower at the U.S. Public Health Service, the then 29-year-old journalist and the only woman on the team reported that the federal government let hundreds of black men in rural Alabama go untreated for syphilis for 40 years in order to study the impact of the disease on the human body. And most of these men were denied access to drugs, medicine, penicillin that was used widely then. And, of course, the Tuskegee study of untreated syphilis in the Negro male came to an end, as it was called back then. And, of course, they wonder why people of color are suspicious and don't, by and large, percentage-wise, relative to white folks, get the jab as frequently in terms of percentages. And they say, how can we convince? Maybe we can hire some famous black people to tell them to get the shot, like Henry Aaron. Hammer and Hank Aaron that took a shot three weeks later, he was dead. And others, it's great disappointment. And I think all the folks that are, you know, seeing from any background, color, ethnicity, anything, looking at people who are spokesperson, that's what, what they call influencers are all about. Now, people have monetized being influencers on various levels on Instagram, et cetera, but influencers, they say, you know, if we could just hire more people that look like certain people. And I think this is unfortunately a superficial element. You know, Dr. Seuss wrote about when he wrote about the star bellied sneetches, you know, I'll believe you. If you look like me, it's like whatever happened to not judging a book by its cover or going deeper than the cover and opening the book to seeing what's inside of it, to have a racial sc- construct based on, I, I, well, I get it here. No, I do get it because the human experience is such that we are a tribal species and we often gather into groups. And go insane but when we gather into groups just because of the way we look they at the very least used to call that prejudice right I, i'm prejudging you because of the way you look or in some cases a racial construct lending itself to the ugliest of things called racism which is according to the dictionary definition until they change it for convenience of getting more mrna jabs somehow the belief in the inherent genetic superiority of one race over another that's racism Most people that don't like somebody of another color are not necessarily racist. They just are bigots and prejudiced, et cetera. True racism is, is somewhat confined to a smaller percentage of the population. Although some of those people are in power. That's true. But the idea that anybody of any race would only believe somebody if they are of the same race to tell them to trust the government and the shot that smacks of, if not racism, of a great insult to the intelligence of large swaths of people, individuals who happen to maybe have more pigment than others. And I would ask anybody of a, of a category based on pigment, would you speak up and say, that's an insult to think that I would only respond if somebody that looks like me says it yet at the same time, recognizing that those of that uh, pigmentation don't trust the government and medicine in larger percentages than people of, Pigmentally challenged bodies. Well, there's a a reason for that. And again, this story highlighting 50 years ago when that information first made public airwaves of the Tuskegee experiment. The point is that that experiment never ended, it expanded. And it goes on and on and on with the mRNA shots that are directed at every color, ethnicity, religion, on and on it goes. And it's the same kind of, you know, you'd call it humanism. Cause it's like, but that's not the same thing as racism, right? But it's like against all humans, the people that want to reduce you from being on the planet, they don't like you because you're not in their club, whether you're it's because of pigment or otherwise, I, I don't know. But at this point they're willing to sacrifice everybody. Look, we're almost out of time here on the Robert Scott Bell show. I will continue this discussion on the other side of the break. 60 seconds after we end for our friends at writing You just join us at robertscottbell.com slash listen. There's a live chat room. This hour was completely unscripted and unplanned because we were going to have Ernest talking about his son, Ernesto Jr., but we'll have him on again. He couldn't get out of work, so we, we we missed that opportunity for the day. But thanks for bearing with me and rolling with me on different subjects and topics that I think are very important and ultimately empowering to help you see through the lies, the propaganda, the dangerous nonsense parading is even legitimate news. And I'm glad that you're here on Brighton.tv. I'm glad that you're part of the Robert Scott Bell Show Network. If you haven't done so send text RSB to 22828, because the power to heal is yours. I'm just looking at some of the comments coming in. Steve says, so you can't be more happy, but can you be less happy? hopefully not but uh, yeah is it because you got happy happier happiest what's the version of happy less less but happy you can
1: be more or less happy
0: Ooh, that's interesting you can be more or less happy oh what does bill say to that you're just gonna tick him off even more i don't want to get him another cardiac event that would not be nice more Wouldn't or less he? happy
1: hey, yeah it works. i don't
0: think so anyway All right. sorry well, it about like that uh, did good today we did good on brady yeah i was saying
1: it looks like they did good today with the brakes on this.
0: okay cool and and i apologize Hubert. honestly it was like my headphone thing connected i didn't even hit it to my memory of it but then again in the second hour i was so out of my mind with the coverage because it was completely you know different than what we had planned so i just went into it in that mode and i must have hit it, and it i
1: think out. you did a pretty darn good job just rolling with it but that's because you're okay. a professional
0: yeah, you know, but the thing is, when I couldn't hear you, that wasn't your fault. It was completely yes, mine. That's it okay. is sometimes that's yours right. when you forget or you jab it and sh- it, it, it is. And freaks out. But it wasn't that this time. time and I just want everybody to know that. No biggie. That. That's all right. No biggie. All point. right. So let's hit State the poll. It's super done. Yeah, let's see what the poll let's says. Let's do the poll. Let's right.
1: do the poll. So the uh, question was, because, you know, over the weekend, I think it, I want to say it was was a Friday or Saturday. I think it was Saturday when they did this. Mm-hmm. The, uh, the World Health Organization. Declared monkeypox a global health emergency. And so the question I put out there is what's coming next. Mm-hmm. And so I went down the the whole list of things that you would kind of expect. And, you know, are they going to bring lockdowns back? Mm-hmm. Are there going to be masks again? Uh, which actually they're already in some places are masks again. Yeah. If they're starting to put the mandates back in place because of COVID surges. Surges. Surges? Surges? <laughs> Surgeons. Yeah.
0: Go ahead, Bill. Go get them. Sick them.
1: <laughs> uh, more censorship. In other words, yeah. now if we go on and we say, you know what, monkeypox, it's not monkeypox, then they'll mm-hmm. ban us because we're disagreeing with the World Health Organization, right? Mm-hmm. That could definitely happen. uh More mandates. All of the above, right? Everything. They'll just throw the whole list at us. uh Then the alternative to that would be nothing. None of that is going to happen because people aren't going to go for it. Mm. Okay. And then I just threw a not sure because that's
0: what right I do. I, I, now we, I, we like to predict, or you like to ask me cause you know the answers. Right? I like you to
1: predict. Yes. Cause I already know
0: I, I, you know, of all of those, I think the most response will go to all of the above kind of thing, even though as far as our audience, I believe individually we would be in the nothing because we're not going to comply. So I right. think the, the 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 biggest response is the prediction that yeah they're going to try any and all of those things more than anything, and then the other would be no I'm not complying. So, but again, the question of how many people outside of this audience I don't know. So, all
1: right, well the big reveal. Mm-hmm. Um, well that doesn't work. That's the that's what the, the five second there? rule. That's the five second. That's rule. That's the wrong one. Right? Dang that's it! I put funny. the wrong. There we go. There Here we go. 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 This is the one. All right. All right. So uh as you as you hey, predicted, right. all of the above. Yes. All of the above came in first. Yep. Followed by nothing. We won't people comply, won't comply followed second. Yeah. So you nailed it.
0: Yep. And I had no knowledge of that. That's just I, I like to get a sense of it and I've been pretty good. I think I missed it by a little bit last once last couple week. times, yeah. But I, I like to think know. I got my finger on the pulse of the audience and if I screw up then I'm like, ooh, I'm not paying attention to something, right? So, so
1: it's good. interesting, I, th- I think, to notice that when you go into the other answers, where you had a choice between lockdowns, masks, censorship mandates, that the one that people think or are, are is most likely to be lockdowns. Mm-hmm. Not so much masks and mandates or censorship, but lockdowns. Individually, okay, yeah, stay all in of home. the above. Now,
0: all of it. Yeah.
1: You know the pictures that I've seen. Of the uh, monkeypox,
2: mm-hmm.
1: the file footage pictures of the monkeypox. Yeah, yeah, they lo- it looks pretty yucky.
0: Okay, mm-hmm. but the, how that's manifesting like. here? Not like that.
1: The pictures that I've seen of people that mm-hmm. have gotten it though, it's like one here, one here, mm-hmm. one. It's here. not in. Get it's not going thing. to
0: initiate a, a mass panic, is it? Probably not. No.
1: So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it's. uh, All we can do is just watch what's going on, I guess. Mm -hmm. But I don't anticipate that monkeypox is going to be the emergency that. They uh, that they were able to get away with with COVID. Right. I just don't see it happening. You know, even though, you know, they they did the because I sent you remember, I think it was over the weekend. Mm -hmm. There were three stories that popped up on Drudge. And it was, A, World Health Organization declares global emergency, B, U.S. is mulling over what it is they're going to do, and C, two children have been diagnosed with monkeypox in the U.S. Uh, You know, I called it a trifecta. Now, it turns out the U.S., the the official response is, ah, we're just going to kind of take a look at it and see what happens here Mm -hmm. before we declare a domestic state of emergency. But, you know, I don't know.
0: Well, where are the? I
1: don't, I don't think it's, dude. The, nobody's dying from it. It's not mm-hmm. like COVID, where they were just like, "Look at these thousands of people dead and, and coffins in the street, and you know, and all this stuff." Uh, pe- people, it's not. It's not what's going on here mm-hmm. with the monkeypox. And like you said, and I've seen article after article, and not just in obscure places, but uh, I think one I read this morning from CBS News was talking about that, that this is this is happening in the gay community
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know it's like yeah it's a specific subpopulation you know? engage
0: so, in certain behaviors that are considered risky but I would say unhygienic and that would expose yourself to things that then manifest that modern medicine responds with uh, outside of the ski experiments with uh, antibiotics now that actually... doesn't
1: mean that that in the gay community they don't have something to worry about but mm-hmm. you know it's like I, how, how this becomes something that, that we need to be concerned about on a global scale or even yeah. on a, in a, you know, a, a domestic scale. I just don't see it happening.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I just don't see it happening. So, so your,
0: your prediction is they're going to have to bring out the Marburg slash Ebola uh, card. They're going
1: to have to do something better in monkeypox. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Especially this, you know, the way that it's being presented. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just, it's just not scary. Yeah. <laughs> you just it's just not it's not really. Yeah. You know, it would be like saying, "Oh my goodness, let's have a, uh, you know, a lockdown mm-hmm. uh, because of the flu." You know, So, you like- know
0: what? Based on uh, the proclaimed exposure and, and, and vector of what they call monkeypox manifesting in one subpopulation of the of the of uh, humans, wouldn't it be more appropriate to wear a butt mask? To keep your pants on. Well, I mean, the, the point is, is that's, this? We're all era? wearing
1: butt masks right now, aren't right. we? Right.
0: Well, the point is, is it? I'm just. <laughs> I mean, I'm not trying to be insensitive about it, but I mean, if if that's what they're even claiming, and this is a media that is loath <laughs> to say something like that because it would, you know, villainize certain people. That they, uh, that's. I'm just saying. Now, I see Michael Bolden. He's in L.A. I think you're in L.A. Still, uh, are are more people wearing masks than ever because of monkeypox? Is it back on? Is that what's happening Is it there? airborne? That's
1: my question. Is monkeypox yeah. airborne? I, I think it has to be contact, Direct doesn't it?
0: contact, correct, yes.
1: Yeah, so it's not mm-hmm. like somebody sneezed on somebody and gave them mm-hmm. monkeypox, I don't think.
0: But remember what I said as well, that you can't discount that many of these skin rashes that are occurring after uh, mRNA jabs or any of these COVID uh, vaccines or even if you're around them, uh, they can manifest like shingles and they'll call it monkeypox or I- any number of things. Is my point is that why do we trust that they're telling us the truth that this is one thing when it could very likely be a response to the COVID jabs themselves? I'm the one being reasonable by asking that question, by the way. It's unreasonable not to, unless you suddenly now, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, I know they scammed us on COVID in so many ways, but on the monkeypox, oh, they are all there. <laughs> they're definitely telling us the truth about monkeypox, Super Don, Right. You shouldn't question PCR anymore because this, this time it's here All right. Surreal. So here,
1: here's, here, here's a
0: hypothetical question for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Bolton says he'll never cover his butt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cover my
1: God. your ass. Um, all right. So is it possible that mm-hmm. the CDC could come out with a warning on something that is going on and be correct? Mm-hmm and yeah,
0: then there's the CNN and daily costs uh, a- allegory or something right kind
1: of yeah the, pra- little, the, the,
0: little... the plausible deniability yes they have to come up with something that can be legitimate enough to make their what would you believe if they came
1: life. out and said yeah what would they have to say in order for you to believe it
0: probably something that I already know to be valid and correct because like if what? they come out with some new pronouncement my immediate response is like George Carlin yeah. No. They're either lying or they're just wrong, until proven otherwise. I'm not going to go. Oh well, this time they're right. After all, it would lies, have to be lies, a disease
1: lies, lies, lies. that doesn't that doesn't involve the PCR test.
0: Yeah, correct. Something that has okay. already got a validated standard for analysis and confirmation. So what
1: what diseases out there do they not rely on the PCR test for?
0: Well, that's an interesting thing. None of them, uh, regarding the ones uh, the so-called proclamations that they're making about the, the next potential threat, for instance. Of, right. of you know it's all utilizing that technology because they know that it's if the they only way if they test you for let's anything. say
1: like, like the flu what yeah. do they use
0: well it's the same thing they have to now use that because they can't remember what I talked about earlier about viral isolation it's not as easy mm-hmm. as taking bodily fluids and going yep there's the virus we saw it it's not that. that's not how they do it with viruses that's the point of the difference between a bacteria and a fungus which you can actually you know pull out and find you know and even see it, that, the virus thing is a problem, and it's been a problem since the beginning. As I pointed out, the whole idea of viruses as they describe them, protein uh, coats or sequences carrying genetic material that it supposedly steals from us, it, it's based on a lot of mythology and it ignores a lot of things about the terrain, including the electromagnetic stressors in addition to other stressors that call into question viruses as causal, causal agents as opposed to being incidental. And otherwise and I know that still I I can hear it from both sides of like you're not going far enough oh you've gone too far right I'm just saying that we're going to look back on whole, the whole viral causation hypothesis and say everybody got it wrong pretty much with, with rare exception uh, so yeah what would it take if they're talking about all these viral diseases the viral diseases are evidence in my experience to nutrient mineral deficiencies and or toxicological burdens and that's that's it and then they say oh it's this and then you replenish the selenium for instance and it goes away so tell me how the virus is the cause it would be even in those cases if you believe in viruses it would be incidental to the deficiency or opportunistic due to the deficiency like most infections opportunistic when the terrain is altered but at least they can say yep here's the bacteria here's the fungus the virus not so much not so easy
1: See, so for like a bacterial mm-hmm. condition, yeah, disease or whatever, mm-hmm. they don't use the PCR for that, it's only viral, Not right? Needed,
0: yeah, correct. Okay, all right, mm-hmm. all right. And that's Kerry Mullis warned us don't do it, and yeah. everybody's doing it. He died just before all this, and he couldn't, no one can go to him now. Unfortunately, unless they have a seance, <laughs> that's a sad thing, <laughs> you know. It's like if you people speculate, did they take him out on purpose or did he die of natural causes? I don't know, so. Yeah. What is this, Ray Stevens, The Streak? Do you remember that song? Stevens I do. putting it in there? We used to play that in the nineteen yeah. seventies. We had little forty-fives. Remember the little forty-fives? We mm-hmm. would play on our little box, you know, record I player. I actually so
1: have up. a bunch of those now. Yeah. Did I tell you about the what I inherited?
0: Uh you told me from... you got a record player.
1: I did. It's it's an old I haven't been able to determine what year it is. Mm-hmm. But it's a Magnavox Astrosonic stereo record player
0: console, and it's this big. Wait a big, second! Hold on! on. Astrosonic—that's what it's called. Astrosonic. I, that's a great
1: Astrosonic.
0: Did that? That name didn't really work all that well because i never even heard that name as reference to it. A...
1: They—they. It was around for many years.
0: Was it? I never heard that yes. term Astrosonic. This,
1: this would be sixties, seventies technology okay and it's it's this huge console with a sliding top you know on wood you know and uh it has a record player on one side and it has the 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 stereo in the middle Mm -hmm. you know that you can tune and stuff it's AM, FM, and and stuff and uh, these things have huge speakers in them and they weighs like you know like 300 pounds and stuff like that but it's a great stereo
0: you have a picture of it
1: the record player doesn't work oh and that's the bummer where Um, is it and so i don't it's in our living room.
0: So I need a picture or of it. A family room, sorry. You have to do it right room. now, but take a picture of it. I'd like to see it. Uh, is it just because the belt is the belt drive is not working? I don't something?
1: know, and that's the thing. You it's know. like I'd have to pull it out and take yeah. the back off of it. Yeah. And I don't know what I'm doing, so I don't really right. know how to tell. So to make I need worst. to try and find somebody maybe that uh, knows don't how, how do that Don't you have any stuff. friends that are
0: like tinkerers, right? They can tinker with know, this really. stuff and not break it?
1: I don't want to mess it up. Yeah. so what i'm thinking of doing is it, it it might be i don't know i have to look in to find out what it would cost either to repair it or if it's possible to just put a new one in there
2: mm-hmm.
1: where the old one is somehow or something mm-hmm. like that because i really want a record player and that's really what i was excited about and then it didn't work uh,
0: but probably. everything
1: else works on it i can put a record on it and turn it around with my finger
0: yeah
1: and put the thing on there and it'll play so <laughs> all that works it's just right.
0: Just turn it around, driver or whatever. Right? However, the drive works is not. But like
1: it, it can't it. come. It came with it a whole bunch of records and and forty uh, fives, including old the Streak by like Ray Stevens. Not that one, but it has a, a bunch of fifties, sixties, you know, like okay. like stuff and nice. like that. So it's it was it was kind of yeah, it's kind of cool. So right now I just turn on my rock music and okay, listen to that in the afternoons with it. Oh,
0: that's that's
1: cool. So. Anyway. All right.
0: What else did we miss today? Anything? I think we covered a lot in more than we thought we would because uh, Ernest wasn't able to make it as we planned an hour or two.
1: Yeah, I know. Marge uh Marge bailed on us, uh, because she did not she was she's feeling kinda of down today and um, she was worried about uh feeling more sad listening to Ernest's story. But it turns out yeah. Marge that Ernest didn't show up, so you missed everything, you know? Yeah, two. you missed all
0: the good <laughs> stuff I did share, Marge. You never know. <laughs> Stick around until you're for sure yeah, that they show up, and then yeah, you might you might yeah. kind of hang out and be okay. He can yeah. He had yeah. to cancel. But. Yeah, yeah. Lori agrees with me. It sounds like the belt needs to be replaced. I figure it's either the
1: belt or the motor. It could be one or the other because it's old. You know, oh, I mean, yeah. it's it's uh so, I'm, but those I'm gonna, old
0: motors, man. They were they were pretty. I'm guessing
1: late '60s, probably,
0: yeah.
1: because it it didn't have uh didn't it. it I, I I tried really hard to figure out what year it was. Mm-hmm. What I probably have to do is actually pull it out and see if I can find a model number, and that might help me. But um, based on the style and, and what it has in it, mm-hmm. it looks like it's late 60s. It was before the 8-tracks came out yeah, because they had 8-tracks in these things in the 70s.
0: Correct, yes.
1: And they're all, yeah, Astro... I, I'm yeah. pretty sure it's Astrosonic.
0: I was just thinking... Like I said, a lot of those those little motors, they lasted forever, but the belts could, could go bad. But just, I'm yeah. I'm thinking positive for you. Positive thoughts for that thing and we get it get it running again. <laughs> yeah. Hey, tomorrow's the AMA. Murdoch reminded me. I, I forgot about it already. That is true. All right, let me see what kind of schedule I got this week. Uh we got today, we had Jeffrey Jackson. He was great. Let's see, tomorrow we have Dr. Kevin Stillwagon scheduled and Dr. Jerome Corsi. Jerry Corsi is coming on. He's had not been on in years. Since we were in our TRN days, we haven't had Jerome Corsi on. Talking about the, the falsities of a lot of this global warming nonsense. Uh, let's see, Jamie Schwartz from where Trinity School is coming on Wednesday. That'll be great. Maybe we'll have Ty back on that day. We have David King. Dr. David King, he's running for what? Uh Attorney General Assistant AG or something. He's running for in Wisconsin. I think I endorsed him too. That's uh Thursday. What I lost Super Don. Okay. Uh what else we got here? But Tuesday oh, is sorry. our AMA. That was yeah. weird.
1: There was some kind of glitch or something. Yeah.
0: So tomorrow's the AMA. Ask me anything. Me and Super D, we're gonna do a Zoom call. And it'll be at, uh, let's see, 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific. After the show, we get a little bit of uh, uh, less than an hour break or an hour or so break or something, maybe an hour and a half, and then we be back on for the AMA. And we're looking forward to seeing all y'all that can join us live. And hopefully I won't get locked out of Zoom again So because it took a while to get the video from last month, but it's up, right? It's up there now. Yeah. And so thanks for – There's a model oh,
1: similar to it here. It's yeah, I have of those – yeah, yeah, it's not quite the, quite like this. But
0: it's They're like similar. consoles or something they were called. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 So I do remember those. Those are big, heavy units. I'm, I'm
1: stuck on my vintage uh, <laughs> stereo. But anyway. So AMA tomorrow. Looking forward to that. And uh, excited to see the new patrons that have joined us. Yeah, meet some new folks. Thank be you for able that. To
0: we had some drop-offs. So we had that. room and openings. So please consider... Supporting our message of health freedom and healing liberty even more directly. Thank you, Uh, for those of you that can't or won't, you can still be here. Just share the show. That's all we ask because we don't have a lot of advocates out there. Uh, Yeah, the last time we had Jerome Corsi on, my wife says, was August twelfth, two thousand and seven.
1: Yeah, that was uh, that was in the TRN days. Yeah, wow. And Jerome Jerome Corsi was was uh, a very popular. Guest uh, mm-hmm. over at the network, mm-hmm. he was he was he was kind of very very popular. He was writing for uh, World Net Daily, WND, yeah. mm-hmm. and um, yeah, we had him on several shows. Just give me an old fashioned record player, Marge says. <laughs> that is an old fashioned record player, kind of. Mm-hmm. I, I, unless you're going back to the Victrola days, I guess. Yeah. That would be old fashioned. But.
0: So we do have the. And expense- actually one of the records
1: I have is a Victrola. Wow. It's that old.
0: Yeah. I want to see your dance party when you get it working again. So we do have a, a, a bonus extension of the pure body extra. This is the uh, touchstone essentials colloidal zeolite suspension, $5 for those of you not just in the United States, the equivalent apparently in Canada uh, in the UK in Australia, New Zealand, and maybe other areas click the link it's in a banner super donald probably send out another email we'll try to put it up on social media that if they still allow it and get the deal pure body extra this is as simple as can be in fact i'm going to see Is this one open no this one's not open oh oh it is look at that i have one open here i'm going to show you how simple this is four sprays four spray just did it do that three times a day it's the last a little probably a month or so and great deal five bucks and if it works for you to br- find the bad guys and get them out of the body easy you're going to want to stay on it so thank you for your consideration that if you miss the deadline it's been extended we'll get the details on when it expires but don't wait jump on it
1: yeah it's it's working i tested it uh this morning so it is working today Mm -hmm. so anyway we'll let you guys know
0: okay well sorry Ernest couldn't be on oh look at that steve did you see did you mention this i just saw this in the chat room magna fox fox astrosonic repair and restoration he found a site for that or actually maybe it's a video that shows you how to correct it fix it
1: yeah i've i've watched a few of those and yeah. um there's no belt it's, in it, it it's very interesting it's it's oh there's no belt
0: yeah it says this the problem is likely that gear grease has dried gear out Gear grease has dried out you could you could add gear grease
1: well i can spin it though like with my finger oh so, so it's maybe, not like it's frozen hmm. It's not like it's seized,
0: but the electronics. the you When you plug it in, there's still you can hear things through it. Can you play a radio? Oh on yeah, it dude, not? the
1: stereo works great. Yeah. Okay. I was so, listening so to D. Snyder's House of Hair last night, which is funny because my parents, if they were around, would probably be mortified at the fact I was playing D. Snyder on my on the on their console <laughs> radio. But um, oh, yeah, so yeah, the stereo works works perfectly um it's just just a record player and like i said i can put a record on it and spin and turn it around with my finger the needle's still great mm-hmm. i can just drop the needle right on there i can play the record it sounds funny but i can play yeah. the record with my finger okay so every and, it, and i can spin it it just just keeps going so everything's good just whatever the mechanism is that's supposed to be turning it at 45 or
0: it's not doing it at this point
1: 30 yeah. 30 i can't remember what the speeds are 33 and a half or something like that mm-hmm. so yeah I'll, I'll 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 get it figured out at one point or another okay they've also got inputs that you can put in like believe it or not i mean it's like you turn it around there's like little things you can they even had what did they call those things like the rca inputs you know
0: did they have them back then the rca impacts it makes sense except that they, they might. weren't
1: like the red yellow mm-hmm. and white it, they yeah. were just the like just the things that you could slide on there so I could theoretically get a turntable
0: Yeah, external
1: And yeah. just, you know, and, and plug it in that way But we'll see okay. It would be neat to restore it Yeah With the original stuff But I
0: agree, that'd be kind of I cool.
1: don't actually have a stereo console restoration budget at this point so No, no That'll be something later on down the road later on, we'll
0: get on, we'll get there But thank you all for your yeah. help to get us Where do we need to go to keep this up, folks You know, it's, it's a lot that goes on all right. Any other questions or comments before we break for the day until tomorrow?
1: I'm ready. To, I'm ready to go. I'm ready okay. to go. It is uh it is 97 degrees outside right now. Wow. And I'm in an enclosed room with no air conditioning, so it's it's Oh, that's uh, brutal, dude.
0: I'm sorry. It's you, currently
1: you... according to my thing here 82 degrees in this room right now.
0: you want to get into the sauna? Oh wait, you're already I'm in kind it. of in the sauna already. You're already yeah. In. Yeah. No, I won't. I won't talk about my ability to withstand. Oh, dude, these.
1: I've got tomatoes on every tomato plant now.
0: It, have you harvested any yet?
1: No, they're still green and they're okay. still little. Yeah, they're coming in late just because of that whole freeze thing that I, I have. Yeah. But I've got tomatoes on every plant.
0: Oh, good. The
1: zucchini is going bonkers. Yeah, uh, they haven't quite grown out yet to be able to harvest. Okay, I have harvested two radishes though. Really? And I've got another one I could probably go out there and get now. Okay. Um,
0: that's awesome. I haven't
1: yet looked, yeah. I haven't looked at the onions yet. I'm okay. kind of curious as to what's going on down there because there's so many
0: things are growing but, great here. I'm loving it. I'll have to take some more pictures. We got so much lettuce now. We've, we've staggered the lettuce, but we can have a lot. All right, nice we'll, bra-
1: we'll brag with pictures tomorrow.
0: Yeah, I'll take some pictures for tomorrow. Y'all send in your garden pics too. And I did some heirloom variety corn, and there's so many tassels. The bees are doing their thing. But i've never seen corn so short as far as the stocks i was because last year we did taller stocks this year is a a variety it's different shorter stocks but they're already tasseling out and the bees are doing their thing so let's see if we can get some good organic heirloom variety corn coming this season so that's it. all right man thanks for being here y'all see you tomorrow for the show less than 22 hours from now god willing and then the ama afterwards i want to see all y'all that are supporting us this way we love to thank you and we, we do some fun giveaways we'll see what We have to give away probably some silver maybe some copper Uh, unless there's other stuff i don't know about i'll have to look at what's in stock here to do some giveaways tomorrow for everybody yeah all right oh thanks guys for tuning in we'll be back tomorrow i you know i don't do just real quick murdoch wants to know how it's improving the igf1 stuff testosterone levels i don't know i don't care i'm just seeing my ability to go in and do that that max out challenge and beat everybody at the gym that i go to and it isn't the purpose of that but it's it's a litmus it's a measure you see how you're doing against folks of course but for me i measured out over almost almost 200 better than i've ever done and then only two guys from the other gym beat me so i'm in third there but it was anyway i just said that because they're in their 20s and they're ridiculously fit and i'm like that i'm in the competition at all that's pretty amazing so considering where i was as a young person so anyway thanks all for being here and get all that stuff that we talk about, and then we'll be back tomorrow. <coughs>